Are you ready to rewind? Take a nostalgia-filled ride back to a simpler time. It's Acid Wash Memories, a retro pop culture celebration. And now your hosts, Joe Morata and Michael Quinn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 60 of Acid Wash Memories, a retro pop culture celebration. Today, we are opening up the vault to talk about fast food. My name is Joe Morata, alongside, of course, Michael Quinn. How you doing there, Michael? Howdy. Howdy. Folks, if this is your first time, this is a little bit of an atypical episode, but let me explain this. So first first and foremost, Quinn, we are a retro pop culture celebration, right? That's what right? we do, yeah. Each week is something completely different, mm-hmm. and we do have 59 other episodes available where? In the archives. In the archives, so you can find all sorts of topics. We've done a lot of different things over the past year of doing this show, but today and in the next episode, we are opening up the vault. Yeah, that's right. Open there- it up. <laughs> Thank Whatever. you, Quinn. Yeah. Good Foley artist. There are secret episodes of Acid Wash Memories that are not on this pop- podcast feed. Hyper we- secret. We are officially canonizing him them yes. here, right? This is canonical. No now. longer rare, no or, longer or rare secret or anything. So, episode number sixty is going to be fast food memories and failures, and this was originally recorded in February of twenty twenty one. So that is not three, too long ago. Three years ago as of yeah. press time. To give you an idea of what that was, we did a few episodes of Acid Wash Memories. That's what it was called, yeah. right, Quinn? They even had like a different song and everything. You'll get to hear yeah. that, folks. This was done as an occasional special. There were only three. That's how occasional it was. Uh, In like the six or whatever years we did the other show. Yes, uh, we were doing at the time, and we still are, uh, our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast. So this was for the fans of OVP, our other show, that wanted us to branch out into other topics. Right. But we literally only did three of these, and this week you're getting the third one. We're starting with that, Fast Food Memories and Failures. So what you're going to hear us talk about after the the other intro is you're going to hear us talk about basically a rundown of different fast food products, both good and bad, both right. successful and failure. So we're talking Arch Deluxe is involved, mm-hmm. the McDLT, all that stuff gets covered. Yep. Quinn it's got had, a good bun or whatever. Yeah, it's <laughs> got mustards. <laughs> mustards. If, yes. if I recall correctly, Quinn had a very funny bit about Domino's and sitting on a windowsill. There, oh, that's <laughs> that's in there. That's in there. So we want you to enjoy this, folks. Uh, and again, next week is going to be another vault episode. The reason for this, if you're just joining us here, is I personally am moving, and this is where we do the show. Is at my yeah. house. Mm-hmm. So it, there's just no way logistically. The whole set is like half together yeah, right now, and it's falling apart. Next week, it'll probably be even worse yeah. Quinn. so we will be back though in a couple of weeks for a brand new episode don't you guys worry about that but we hope you enjoy this one you're gonna get to hear this old theme song that we loved by the way remember, yeah remember when we found this <laughs> so good i don't rem- i don't remember it exactly because we have a lot of theme songs but i think i know the one you're thinking it's of. really fun and <laughs> it's so happy you'll get to hear that and really this was recorded three years ago so we don't know what we said for the most part. Yeah, you know? so if you like are like, I think you're wrong about this or whatever. You're probably right. Like, first of all, I don't even remember what you're talking <laughs> about. Second of all, you may be right. And that's fine. So without any further ado, here comes Acid Washed Memories Fast Food.
everyone, and welcome to Acid Washed Memories 3, Supersize Me. This is a pop culture celebration, and today we're talking about fast food. Get hungry. I'm Joe Morata. I'm joined by Michael Quinn. How you doing there, Michael? Howdy doody. I just got back from the drive-thru. Oh, you did, did you? Yep, I did. Well, folks, today we are going to talk about... One of America's favorite pastimes, and possibly throughout the world. Yes, very worldwide. Eating bad food. It's incredible. (laughs) We love fast food, obviously, and uh, we're going to talk about our memories of fast food, specifically in the 80s and the 90s, our opinions on the restaurants out there, the entrepreneurs, if you will. Yeah, the what? What the franchises? Yeah, the franchises yeah. out there. We're also going to talk about some of the more notable failures and beloved discontinued items <sighs> in fast food lore. But before we get to any of that, you might know us, uh, Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, from our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. If you don't, and if you have nothing to do with wrestling, stick around, because this is not about wrestling. It's kind of like this show, except we talk about arbitrary wrestling things, as opposed to arbitrary pop culture things. Exactly right. So, we thank you for joining us one way or another, whether it's your first time ever hearing our voices, we hope you stick around and don't get too annoyed at the way we talk. Uh, And obviously, if you're a fan of OVP and you know us from there, thank you guys for being with us. Quinn, we have done two acid-washed memories in our storied podcasting career. It was great. A lot of of acid now. Yeah, a lot of acid. We've we've talked about TGIF. Yeah. And then more recently, we did the Mount Rushmore and Death Valley of uh, sitcom theme songs from the 80s and 90s. That was a good time. That was a good time. Now, this is... We're not ranking anything in this one. There's no no championship edition this time or anything. But it's a supersized episode, Quinn, because we're talking about fast food. Now, there might be some of you out there that don't maybe see the appeal of fast food, but Quinn... From the perspective of a child, because that's when we, we were introduced to right, fast food yeah. in the, the lovely part of the latter era, Reagan era, 1980s, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Growing up, what drew you to fast food? And what was maybe the first restaurant you remember? I, it was two things that drew me to fast food in general. The taste, because it was <laughs> fucking good. Like, it's like, oh, I don't have to have this stuff my parents make, right? It's different. Creamy noodle tuna helper. Like, because when you were a kid, right, you didn't, like, go to, like, a restaurant ever. This was going to a restaurant. Oh, this was a night out. Yeah. This, this was fancy. Yeah, this was like, whoa, we're, like, they're, they're, we're at a table in a place. The hard plastic chair, sign yeah. me up. Exactly. They, they have a place to play. There's crumbs All that on the shit, table. Right, yeah. Two Whoppers and two chocolate shakes. Can we have the Whoppers with extra ketchup on them? Sure. And the other thing that always drew, the Happy Meal, right, or whatever brand of whatever kids permutation club or whatever the fuck hey kids yeah. club is good too yeah don't sleep on that those toys oh my god they were so addicting to collect that i personally after much begging got my mother to basically like bring me like on mondays every week to mcdonald's really there was like a period of time like i brought it up to her at like thanksgiving one time <laughs> and i was like do you remember this and she's like not no. at all <laughs> like, but yeah like I, I remember this me and my friend we she would pick us up after school or whatever and we were explicitly there to like get the happy meal whatever the new thing that came out on because it would come out on monday now were you a chicken mcnugget kind of kid or were you yeah yeah i I think so although i did graduate up to uh the 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 arch deluxe at one point did you really which i know we'll get up oh we'll be talking about that in a minute but now see you were more of a mcdonald's kid i was more of a burger king kid because of geographic proximity were you in the kids club i might have all the stickers and all that bullshit remember for a little while and i was a chicken Tenders kid, you know they were like the sticks, yeah. Instead of the nuggets, I always viewed that as like bootleg chicken McNuggets. To but me, it they're was not, the real they're thing. They're not mix. So, well, some people are Yankees fans, right? Some people are Mets fans. Would you say that McDonald's is the Yankees of fast food and Burger King is the Mets? 
Yeah, you know what? Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those. It's like one of those situations where you don't like the Mets, but you were unfortunately on the Mets team when it came to fast food. I was, yeah. and you know what? I like McDonald's in my older years. Obviously, now McDonald's introduces more sandwiches with the grown-up taste. Let's talk about McDonald's, Quinn. Yeah, let's start with them, huh? I think they sometimes get an unfair rap for their quality of food. I do too. Um, there was a time in the '90s where I remember people. Like weird rumors that there was rats' tails in the fries and all this nonsense. Maybe like yeah, because of that. one and incident, like twenty years before we were even born, or right. some shit. Most likely, yeah. I mean, it's not like don't get us wrong here. It's not like we think this is some five star restaurant type no. of stuff. Well, we kind of do though because we love fast food, so it's five stars to us. It is. It's really good. McDonald's to me, what I what I like about it is the consistency. And I think that's one of their major selling points is they, they're such a big brand, obviously, for years now, right? Right. That you can go to pretty much any McDonald's yeah. in any corner of not only the country here in the U.S., but in the world. Yeah. And you can get a friggin' Big Mac, the Big Mac and Index. It, and it takes, the, like, no time, and it tastes exactly how it would be in, like, New Jersey or freaking like, Bangladesh or yeah, whatever. Right. Like, it doesn't matter. If anyone's ever been to a McDonald's in Bangladesh, just confirm that for I'm us. I'm sure there is a McDonald's <laughs> in Bangladesh. I'm not, I'm not like, is. doubting that. No, I believe it. Yeah. So, yeah, McDonald's, I think, is obviously the number one. They have the brand superiority. Yeah. Right? I mean, they, they're McDonald's. They are as recognizable as Coke. Yes. And Mickey Mouse. And th yeah. they're just cultural icons at this as, point. As a more memory thing, and it's it's still a thing that McDonald's does, is that one thing I like that McDonald's does is that every McDonald's looks the same, but it's also slightly different in a way where they like they cater to whatever like community they're in. Do you know what I mean? Like they put like extent. stuff on the wall regarding like where yeah. they're at or whatever. Right, right. To try to make it like they care. Right. Now, what do you <laughs> just say? We've got a kick out of that because we you, care. You go to like a different McDonald's, like even in the same state that we're in. Yeah. And it's like you just see like, yeah, there's the high school basketball team or so, like some shit yeah, from 1997. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's amazing to me. Over the years, McDonald's has definitely changed its physical appearance, its cosmetic appearance, and there's even a meme going around about how McDonald's grew up and it's like all to old and tired now. Yeah, because they're really trying to escape their previous stigma, which still resonates with a lot of people. Of it's very cheap and it's very tacky, and it is both of those things. But they're trying to make it look more modern, more chic, if you will. Worse than Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson. And I don't know if that's also because they got, like, a lot of shit a couple years ago about being very unhealthy. Like, especially in the 90s, that was the height of, like, wow, this place is really not good for you. Remember? Because the sure. super size, no pun intended. Yeah, and when that yeah. came out in 2004, that really did some damage. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. You yeah. know, it, it raised some awareness about the effects on this I food. I mean, do you know, like, nowadays, if you get a Happy Meal, I don't even think you have to, like, ask for fries. Like, it comes what? with an apple slice on the side or oh, some Oh, that's crap. the default now. Yeah, like... You know, the kids and everything. Everything. Yeah, because they don't want them like addicted to the fries. They don't want them to be like us, grow up to be us, where we like need this shit. Like every, like I still to this day, if I don't have McDonald's like during a week, sometimes I'm like, mm, I'm really like you get the Jones. Huh? Yeah, it's like Jones I, It's just because of like what they did to me as a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just like this is just regular. Now they've made a lot of improvements to their menu and in their quality since uh, we were kids, Quinn. If you remember, there was a very long period of time from the when the McNuggets were introduced in the early 80s until more recently right. where they weren't all white meat. And then they made a big fuss about all what white meat. What was that about? <laughs> I, what was this what, white what's meat What's the situation? stigma with dark meat? Am I missing something is, here? Is it, is, it, is it maybe because of chicken it's, it's like considered the cheaper part of it? Yeah, the fattier part. Yeah, the white meat's like in the center, right? So Yes. 
it's just a weird thing to um, hang your hat on. Like what? Like who, who cares? It's fucking chicken nuggets. I don't even so like try the real chicken. Yeah, I don't even like look inside them. <laughs> like I'm just eating them. I dip them in the barbecue sauce. I don't even see the white part because it's got red shit all over it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I do know what you mean. I'm like what? Uh, McDonald's restaurant. I I never heard of it either, but uh, they have over two thousand locations in this state alone. So from McDonald's to Burger King, Quinn, the number two, the the right. WCW, yes, of, very WCW <laughs> of fast food. But I like Burger King. I'm going to tell you why. They hooked me as a kid with the whole flame broiled tagline thing. It's good. Don't be shy. You're gonna love flame broiled when you give it a try. Now they really do have a flame broiled. You can you know. actually, you know, about that flame broiled part. You know, it's, I always thought it was interesting that when you go to Burger King, it's the only fast food one where they proudly, like, let the smoke out. The, like, you can see it, like, yeah, billowing good. out. Like, and they, they're like, no, it's fucking flame, bro. <laughs> Look, you can see the damn smoke. Like, they, I swear they have, like, some extra fans or some shit to, like, promote how good it is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, no, the fucking hole in the stone. It's got to be big. It's got to be fucking big. And people got to see this smoke coming out, this flame broiled shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's love- real. It is real. Now, Burger King, I'm a Whopper guy. Yeah. Are you when you visit there? So, I love the Whopper, but the thing I will say about Burger King, as far as the menu is concerned, my favorite thing about Burger King's menu is it changes more than most. Yeah, and I don't know if that's for marketing purposes or, you know, I don't know what the purpose is, but yeah, they always are introducing new things and pulling things off. It was kind of like something different there, right? Yeah. Every time you go on the drive, if you haven't been there for like a month or two, even like that long, like just a month or two, it's like, oh, yeah, check out the new chicken fry with extra spicy sauce built in or some (laughs) shit, and you're like, they didn't have this last time I was here. What the fuck is this? And sometimes you get it, and you're like, why is this not on the regular menu? Like, why is this an extra thing? Check out our hot mayo bun or whatever. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean. Remember when they introduced the, the Western Whopper in the mid-90s? That was a biggie the for Western me. Western Whopper? Yeah, barbecue sauce on it. That Western Whopper looks good. It is. Yeah, but does it taste Western? Yeah. How Western? Western Western. Define Western. Look, man. Get your burgers worth with the new Western Whopper at Burger King. I remember the one that it was a failure, the A1 thing. That was the Halloween Whopper? I love it. I, now, what was the controversy there? It had a black bun and it made poopy green or something like that? Because it had like food coloring in it, but it, the bun wasn't just food colored. What it, was in there? There was like A1 sauce like baked into it or something. So it had this like weird like smoky steak sauce taste on the bun. It's like Whopper Enhanced Edition. I, <laughs> it's so good. Whopper Champion Edition. Yeah, it's very excellent. So I didn't get a chance to try one of those. But I always liked Burger King. Uh, one of the things that they had in like the early 2000s, like 04, I want to say, was the Tender Crisp line. Oh, with the with the with Hootie and the well, Blowfish. Hootie, yeah, Hootie was saying Hootie it. was on it. Now, yeah, was it Hootie and the Blowfish or was it just? Oh, it was Hootie? just Hootie. It was uh, Darius Rucker. Crisp bacon cheddar. I can never say the words. Tender crisp that. bacon cheddar ranch. Yeah. Never get in trouble. Never need an excuse. That's the tender crisp bacon cheddar ranch. And the Angus burger they had out at the same time. Holy shit, the fucking Angus burger. You remember that? That got so popular that fucking McDonald's, they yes. picked up their own Angus. They like, did a third like, pound Angus thing. We got some Angus over <laughs> here. You come get our Angus, you know? Remember the movie Angus, by the way, from like 95? Girls don't want brains. They want guys who are dangerous, have tattoos, play the guitar. Stick with me. I know these things. So let's move on to the number three. Let's move on to Wendy's now. Yeah, Wendy's. Now, Wendy's, 
Are they number three or are they number two? It's always like this endless battle with BK. BK cannot touch McDonald's only like that one time in the 80s when people were getting fancy, when people thought Pepsi was better than Coke and shit like that. Well, again, either you're a Pepsi or a Coke or you're a Burger King or a McDonald's right, and Yankees or a Mets. But remember when Coke made, they made the error of changing the recipe and it allowed Pepsi to eclipse them briefly until about 1988 or something. <laughs> well, <laughs> like I'm just saying. The other thing that Burger King had, that Wendy's had, though, was they were very different from the other two, and they didn't have, like, a big sandwich. Right. You know how McDonald's had the Big Mac? Right. And Burger King had the Whopper. Wendy's is like, no, Dave Thomas is our fucking thing. You That's get, we, the hook. We have Dave Thomas, and you either get one beef patty... <laughs> Two beef patty or three beef patty, and that's fucking it. It was like a big deal when they started doing chicken. Their chicken's the best. I, they do. They have the best chicken. The best chicken sandwiches in the business. They're in the business. That spicy chicken sandwich has remained at number six on that fucking menu. Oh god, for twenty years maybe. Yeah, it's. I probably get that the most there. Oh, it's my favorite thing Without to get at question. Wendy's. I hate their fries. Other ass. They can be good. It depends if they're cooked. For that's one thing I've noticed about Wendy's in comparison to the other two. Where there's a little bit of variance. Wendy's can vary widely yeah. depending on the franchise you're visiting. Oh, I've been in some dumpy ass fucking airport Wendy's. <laughs> and like like all over the place. Like, you know what's the hallmark of fucking bad Wendy's when you can hear beep, 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 like whatever the fuck that thing is in the back. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Like there's one on like one of the one of the highways around us that's like extremely <laughs> shit compared to the other ones. Yeah, like, there is, exactly. Yeah, like, it's too big, and there's, like, way too much carpet. There's, like, the greenhouse in it. What is that greenhouse I, windows that they used to have? I don't know. <laughs> what is that for? I fucking hate a bad Wendy's. And Wendy's is, like, I've seen it as I've, like, gone to different regions of our country and stuff. Is sometimes you walk in a really bad... Sometimes you walk in one and you're like, this place is fucking immaculate. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know what it is about Wendy's. Do they have, like, no standards or anything? I don't know. Maybe not as strict. What has always stuck out to me about Wendy's as a kid was Dave Thomas. More than Dave, the food. Dave Thomas is... And the commercials, man. Incredible. And the and the training videos, of course. Well, of course. Grill skills, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Thomas. Oh, hi! Yeah. yeah. Hi. I'm Wendy's founder, Dave Thomas. But he is so charming and folksy he's like my gorilla monsoon my phil rizzuto he would be the gorilla monsoon of fast food he if is. you ask me he just so there's lovable something special about him it's just annoying that he's attached to wendy's like you like honestly a guy of dave thomas's caliber he feels mcdonald's to me well he but, actually helped out uh harlan sanders with kfc too right that's how we got to start right he, he yeah. was involved with the colonel the colonel and then he started his own restaurant he, and wendy's is like actual daughter yeah and now Wendy, now that Dave's gone, Wendy sometimes does the ads. Yeah, and you know how much I miss Dave Thomas? Like, yeah. on, a, on a regular basis, I miss Dave Thomas because there was a comfort to those 90s commercials, yeah. Quinn, with him where you'd have Joe Sirola doing the voiceover and just, yep. come to Wendy's for a new chicken sandwich. Same you know? poor said ham guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy who, who is yeah. a tremendous voiceover guy since passed away. But Introducing Wendy's Chicken Cordon Bleu, a boneless breast of chicken, ham, Swiss cheese, gray poupon, and mayonnaise on a toasted Kaiser bun. I can just remember sitting there with my bag of goldfish, you know, or yep. whatever I was eating. Yep. Probably watching TGIF or Dave something like that. Single. Yeah, <laughs> right. Now when, it's got extra cheese on it. When Dave wants to find a spicy chicken sandwich, you know? Yeah, it's just, it's, it's oh, exactly. Man. It's and, like then Dave, and then Dave usually like sitting at like some random fucking table in <laughs> a Wendy's like, it's good or with whatever. Apron, it, yeah, he's like, like, it's good food for Wendy and me. Yeah. You know, like the worst actor. Now, well, I, I do think this whole Wendy situation, that Wendy is the name of the place, but we... Wendy wasn't revealed until like 
five years ago <laughs> or something in like, in like Wendy's canon. Like, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> advertising canon. I have never, I did not see Wendy until like the 2010s. She never appeared on camera. She might have, yeah, she might have been a hidden character until then. It was just weird. You know how McDonald's has all their cast of characters over there oh, yeah, fucking cool. grimace well, and all that shit you know back to them for a minute and their advertising and their whole ensemble there yeah we didn't even catch that in the burger king one either we'll, we'll get back to that but with mcdonald's right ronald mcdonald i'm just gonna tell you the truth yeah the least funny clown that i've ever seen in my life he's more like friendly but a clown's like, supposed and I'm to not be talking funny about original 60s ronald mcdonald Willard more, scott yeah that shitty <laughs> Hey, you want to get scared? Can you get the like, fuck away from me? Yeah. Why do you have a tray on your head? I like to do everything boys and girls like to do. Especially when it comes to eating those delicious McDonald's hamburgers. A magic tray here keeps me well supplied. McDonald's hamburgers, french fries, and milkshakes. Exactly. <laughs> Leave. And then he said, okay, no, he's going to have like the afro, the red afro and all that shit. But he's right? not funny. No, but he's always like, he's always like, come on, kids. Like, and it's like very that's creepy. He's, yeah, he's a clown. He doesn't even exist in real life. Like, <laughs> like that's the other thing about, that's the other thing. Well, that's the line of the show. Here's the thing about McDonald's canon as opposed to some of, like, Dave Thomas is supposed to be like a real life fucking well, character, right? He is, right? yes. He's the owner, but, like, founder. They live in McDonald's land. Like, or whatever that is, right? They're always, like, dancing across meadows or, like, <sighs> hamburglers, like, stealing shit. But they're never in, like, the real world. Do you ever notice that? Everyone in McDonald's land is a pain in the ass. They're I know. all insufferable They really people. could make a candy land except of McDonald's yeah, land. I'm, it, I'm surprised it hasn't happened. They're all awful, though, is yeah. all I'm going to say. I'm just putting it out there. They're all very annoying people. What do you, <laughs> It's like watching Second City television you in the who, 80s. You know who is very random that they never... I can't even know her name, but the one that's the like... The one with the pigtails? The bird girl. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Like, it, what is she? Was she the, ever on anything? I don't know. She's always just, like, dancing around in the background. You're like, who the fuck is that? I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that shit was so annoying as a kid. I like the Burger King Kids Club because at least with that, you had, like, all the cool kids. But, like, yeah, so, okay. Burger Jaws. King takes a different fucking approach. Yeah, they're like, like kids. Everyone in our shit's fucking extreme and cool and skateboards they and were. space. Face and shit. Kidvid, IQ, Lingo, Kid Jaws, Vid. Kidvid, <laughs> Snaps, Wheels, Boomer. And remember, they also had like the commercial in the beginning of the Turtles movie on tape or whatever. Well, yeah, Turtles that, 2. To me, that's my biggest memory of them is being on like Turtles 2 intro or whatever. Can you make that too? The Burger King Kids Club. Just for fun, just for you. But I think it was brilliant, Quinn, because who doesn't want to be part of a club when you're a kid? Well, the club aspect is very. They knew what they were doing. Better than this is a giant, annoying purple guy. Like, oh, you know. But you have to remember. So I feel like the McDonald's canon came to repo prom- man. Yeah, what? the McDonald's canon came to prominence in like the late seventies, early eighties. So it's like steeped in that. It's got to be like super kid friendly, right? Yeah. Like clowns and birds and uh, um, whatever grimace is. Like I, it's I got a plum. Yeah, I don't know. Like he's like, like a blob, a garbage bag. Yeah, yeah and it's got to have a goofy villain. Like Hamburglar. Like, it's all just very kitty. It's more like Scooby Doo. But Burger King Kids Club, on the other hand, they're like something out of like the fucking alter di- alternate dimension kids from Turtles. They're like X Force, the yeah. X Men spinoff. 90s X Men. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I do think it was a brilliant idea to have the Kids Club because kids love being part of a club. Right. But, but Ronald McDonald, I just want to clarify this. You don't think that he's supposed to be funny? No. Then why is he a clown? 
That's their purpose. It's in the fucking song. You always have a friend wearing big red shoes. But I don't want a friend wearing... But he's a friend, Joe. That's the point. He's not funny. He's a friend. Yeah, but I have plenty of friends that aren't funny. I I personally think he's only still a clown because of fucking Willard Scott. And they were like... (laughs) they wanted to. No, I'm saying they wanted to keep the legacy of the original idea that he's a clown. But they clearly converted over to this, like, he's more friendly thing. And they were like, shit, he shouldn't have been a clown. But, like, notice (laughs) how, like, all of his clown has basically disappeared. He doesn't by this do point. anything no, clowny. He, he's just not clowny. He doesn't anymore. make balloon yeah. animals, does he? Possibly. Does he have like a water that sprays? He's really with- fucking tall. If you ever seen the statue of him at certain McDonald's That's in the not 90s, a real life size replica. Is I it? thought it's supposed to be as a legit height. Yeah, but the Statue of Liberty wasn't, you know, a hundred feet tall. No, or whatever it wasn't. She is. The statue is like a life size. Right? It looks like he looks like a human adult. Well, I'm height. as realistic as a human adult can look in that yeah. yellow jumpsuit. But- Back to the other mascot with Wendy's of the big three, right? Like, they just didn't have anything. They were just Dave Thomas, this old fucking man. Like, what? I don't understand. Like, as a kid, I was, like, very confused. Like, is this for, like, adults? That's why it was good. Yeah. Is this for the fucking odd couple crowd or whatever? (laughs) You know what I mean? Is this for the McDonald's <laughs> breakfast crowd? Yeah, you know? yeah, the 60 cent coffee. And <laughs> that then you- place, by the way, just, I, you know, that's something I totally forgot to mention about McDonald's. There was a time period in my life that I used to get like an earlier lunch, right? So sometimes I would, my, I could only get lunch at like 1130 or something. Oh, that's right? unfortunate. I don't know what it was. It was like when my break was. And I remember going in there and the fucking seniors, they are in there until like the stroke of noon. Like yeah. they are in there at 1159 still doing whatever the fuck they do Getting like the coffee and you and you see the at least two plates each on their tables of like the, the scrambled eggs and the fucking like <laughs> and the hash brown Sausage and all that link. like the full breakfast i'm not talking about what we get when we're in the drive-thru with the egg mcmuffin right, right or it's McGriddle, like i'm talking like will. full fucking force right that's what that's what they do yeah. yeah they hang out there and they read the paper but that's like to me what the wendy's crowd the, what they were going for with dave thomas i just think that those commercials were like a hug I just, there, there's yeah. so much comfort. Boy, I had kind of a big year in my garden. So we're going to be making a lot of salads at Wendy's. Let's move on. We've talked about some burgers. Let's talk about some of the big chicken players. Uh, let's talk about Kentucky Fried Chicken, KFC. Now, I love KFC. Now, KFC, first of all, it's still upsetting to me that they don't call themselves Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore, that it's like just KFC, yeah, like were, officially or whatever. There was some absurd rumor that they stopped doing they stopped doing that by the way in 1991 that's right. when they stopped there was some ridiculous rumor on the internet that the reason they stopped is because they sold chickens with like six legs and genetically what? modified and all blah 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 right the reason is because they didn't want to just be branded with kentucky you know right. they were trying because to then it seems like oh are you going to like more of a a or rural or southern not not even just that are you going to like uh, like how there's like a chinese restaurant right. are you going to a kentucky re- like right specifically like kentucky food they wanted to get fried out of there because they wanted to avoid the connotations with fried food right. in the early 90s and they wanted to get chicken out of there in case they wanted to focus and then they haven't focused but in case they wanted to focus on um, other things like other yeah but kfc you know that was one of the ones that i never really got to go to as a kid too much what about you they were in the rotation, but they weren't as common, and it was always a treat. Like, yeah, I really... Right. So, in the 90s, I remember more so that, like, KFC was like, your parents picked up a bucket. A bucket! Right? And they brought it home, <laughs> yeah. and, like, it was like, no, this is, like, real dinner. Right? This they is got still the ma- dinner. They got, like, the mashed potatoes and the green beans. Probably coleslaw for you. Yeah, No, not there. Didn't you like coleslaw, Their coleslaw was kind of sketchy. It's mediocre. Yeah, it's, it's bad. It's, it's, it's dubious. Too, it's too, like, mashed up. 
my stepmom makes a great coleslaw that's like this more like shredded lettuce. Cabbage corn. Yeah, cabbage. Sorry, cabbage. I call these called lettuce by it's accident. same thing, really. And it's got like vinegar in it and stuff. It's like really good. It's like a Russian dressing coleslaw. Yeah, and I, you know, I can't stand coleslaw like anywhere else because of it. KFC is a bit of a gruel. It's more of like a porridge. It's mashed. It's yeah. like it's like in itty bitties and I don't like it. Do you remember when popcorn chicken came out in like 93 or whenever? Last night, Russ Beeler, owner of Lake Edna KFC, opened Hammer's eyes to new popcorn chicken. Delicious, crispy, bite-sized morsels. A whole new way to enjoy the Colonel's chicken. That, that is some 90s shit, man. That Oh my! That blew everyone's okay. mind when that came out. Right, I'm pretty sure there was some weeks when I told my mom we need to forego the McDonald's situation. Oh, because, you threw down because I was like, "This is so fucking good." <laughs> like this is you said it like that. Yeah, too, right? as a kid, yeah, At seven years old. This yeah. is so fucking good. Like, yeah, no, that's what I said. I was like, "We need to go right now." And like, they had like multiple sauces. And yes. I also remember that the little box it came in, it had like a sauce holder yes, on did. the top. It and was it, very personal. Yeah, it was very like, this is yours. Yep. You get this entire bucket of fucking popcorn chicken. Now, what do you think of their potato wedges over there? Shit. <laughs> I, I never liked it. Now, they, they have recently, and, I, and I've told you about this. What? They recently, they said, fuck those wedges. They suck ass. Nobody likes them. And they switched to the Colonel's Recipe Fries, which are amazing. They might be like... Better than Burger King's fries. Ooh, really now? So what they are is, you know how there's the Colonel's original recipe, like the breading? It's that on the fries. Like just regular French fries, but with the Colonel's recipe. With all the 14 them. herbs and yeah, spices the, whatever, or whatever the, the secret, secret recipe. is? Yeah, it's that. 11 herbs and spices? It's just on the fries now. It's so good. Like it's it's actually like some of the best best new fries I've ever seen introduced at a fast food place. Like it's it's unbelievable. You know those wedges were really holding them back for like yeah, years. This is this has sent their like fry game to like next level shit, Joe. Like now they can compete with the lunch crowd because they're like, no, we have real fries and they're fucking better than some of the other ones. Like right. and, and like you can get like a chicken sandwich here, which you might get at McDonald's because right. you want the fries. Well, because it took like four minutes to eat one of their thick ass fry. What do you mean, England? What is this? You Take a bite and it's like some of it would like it pile droops. out. Like yeah, you some of the potato would like chuck out Squeeze of it. Squeeze out of it's it. It's like fucking horrible. Like nobody liked that they, shit. I'm so glad they got rid of that. They thought they were all like fancy. Like no, we don't do like those skinny stupid this fries. This is traditional style yeah. like at a picnic or some shit. <laughs> like that's what it was. Yeah, most people are eating that shit while going 65 on a highway. So <laughs> yeah, make I know. it easy. Like on the fucking Jersey Turnpike or some <laughs> exactly. shit. Yeah. But KFC man, yeah, there is something homey. There's something very 80s or 90s. And folks, obviously, let us know uh, your memories of this, too. If you uh, follow us on Twitter, if you don't follow us there, it's at OVP Podcast. Probably the best way to do it for now if you're new to everything or if you're in our Facebook mm-hmm. group. Let us know your memories. But yeah, the memory of um, there is something to be said, Quinn, and I'm very serious about this, about the bucket. Yes. <laughs> the bucket is very important. What a nice vehicle for chicken. It's incredible. <laughs> and it fits so much of it, too. Right? It's like, how you, sometimes you're digging down this bucket, right? And you're like, when you find, like, a fucking breast at the bottom, not a wing, you're like, holy shit. Like, this was just hiding down here the whole time? It's true in most yeah. scenarios in life. Yeah. yeah. The breast is the best part of the chicken, as far as I'm right. concerned. yeah. That's my, uh, the drumstick's good. Yeah. I like a thigh. I like a wing. But the breast, man. The, the breast. Oh, where it's like a thick, juicy, and I think white I me- meat. I think I meant the thigh at you the bottom. You meant the thigh? Whatever the bigger one is, there's always the... The, the breast is the biggest. The breast, usually. Okay, yeah, the, that one. Yeah. 
This is getting erotic here. So, uh, yeah. but in terms of KFC, yeah, the bucket man. Yeah, the bucket. Yeah, they didn't have much in the cannon department as far as it was just the colonel. But he was like, okay, let me ask you a question about the colonel. Yeah. When I was a kid, I thought the colonel was like from like the 1800s or something because he had been dead my whole life. He died in 80, I think, right? Or yeah, 81. and like they acted like he was Like fucking, he knew Lincoln like or something? Like he was like fucking Theodore Roosevelt <laughs> or something. Like, he, like there, there would be like a picture of him. With it, Thomas Edison? It's like, yeah, he existed sometime before you were born like in in like like they acted like he'd been dead for hundreds of years like Like, he knew billy the kid yeah like he fucking he helped george washington (laughs) in the revolutionary war like some shit like he was a colonel but he was alive like he died like five years before we were born or something you know there was so much confusion too over his colonel was he like in the military or was it just and then you come to find out that like oh it's a kentucky it's just nothing he's just a business owner that adopted the kentucky colonel thing like hardcore well when when our friend from Kentucky explained to us that anybody can, you can just like apply for it. And then it. he became one. And then if you are a colonel, you can actually, one of the rights of being a Kentucky colonel is you can actually officially make somebody else a colonel just by like decree. So this is a real story, folks, that we need to just sidebar. Yeah. Friend of ours that had moved up here from Kentucky, we asked him about the colonel thing. We're like, oh, Kentucky, ha ha, right? And he's like, yeah, my dad's a colonel. You can just be one. And we're like, why don't you become one? So he he, he actually one. did the paperwork because <laughs> right? like, if you're born there, yeah. like you can just do it. You have to be born there. I think that's the only thing, I, right? I think. But like for some reason, like he was like, oh no no no, like I can make you guys like colonels. And, and we're like, like, no, but he no. made a, he made someone else. We know somebody else took him up on the offer. Yes. Yeah, it was amazing. You get a card and everything. Yeah, it's real. It's all real. But anyway, that's like that's probably literally the same process that uh, yeah. Colonel Sanders went through in 1872 or whenever. <laughs> Born. Yeah. Uh, now, but he did the one thing with the colonel. Yeah, I will say before we leave him, uh-huh. he's credited with truly pioneering the like fast food thing or something. Like, like he helped or something. He, he was an entrepreneur in fast food. Yeah, I mean right. them and you know to segue for a second, we weren't planning on talking about these guys too much, but White Castle was one of the earliest. Ones. Right, White Castle. We didn't even put them on the list, and I was thinking of them right with you. Right, White Castle's like the original, original. They pretty much are. Yeah. Now they're they're their own thing. They they're have, not trying to be anyone they else. They live in their own universe yeah. um, of like stoners and stuff. I don't know why they just like, that late night crowd. Yeah, for whatever reason. Did this always baffle you that at some point they realized that their market was stoners late at night? Why not? And they actually like renamed it the Crave Case because of that. Yeah, like what? that was the the that was literally the reason they named Brilliant. it. That. Like it's embracing your demographic. They just you said, know? fuck it. We yeah. know we know who's eating this shit. You want twenty of these things right now, motherfucker? Here yeah. you go. We we got them. <laughs> we- like they're cooking all the time. Get a thirty burger Crave Case for just twelve ninety nine. How you enjoy them is up to you. From the Colonel Quinn to Popeyes. Popeyes. The other big ass chicken chain. Yeah, the other chicken, right? Now, Popeyes, when I was growing up, wasn't or didn't seem to be as big to me as it is now. They didn't even have one in our local area. They didn't. You know, like, sometimes you run into one, you're like, what is this? Right. You know, I've never seen one of these places before. And there were places that used to be around, like Church's Chicken is, I think, still around, but not as big anymore. But KFC was a chicken place, but... When I first had Popeyes, I gotta say, I was very impressed. I was very impressed, too, but then, once they were in my neighborhood, they have notoriously the worst service I have ever seen at any fast food restaurant. They have told me more than once, I would say at least 20 times in the history of going to Popeyes, to say, you need to go park your car somewhere 
and then somebody will walk out and bring it to you because like it takes them so fucking long to make it. Yeah, I, we might just have a bad one no. in our town. No. Okay, so I thought the same thing, right? And right. then I looked this shit up on the internet. Same reports of the people. Oh, go park your car. This is some fucking. Really? This is some nationwide shit. So like, then it, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, like the fa- they have a drive through, but it takes them so damn long. They are like borderline not fast food. Right, they're more like a fast casual right. type of place, yeah. right? But they have those fucking mashed potatoes, man. I don't delicious. know. That is the greatest thing. They're biscuits too. I can yeah. eat them with no pants on. They're, they're, those, they're delicious. Unbelievable. And their chicken's good. Their too. chicken's good, I like but their it's chicken. more on the um skin side. Like it's like it's almost like they put like extra skin or whatever. Yeah, I don't they know put what extra the, skin on it. I don't know how the hell but the batter is so thick on it, right? Yeah, it it's almost the has, breading. It almost seems like it's like a second layer of chicken skin on it. That's like how thick it is. Like it could be chicken skin in and in and of itself. It might be. Now their fries were better than the wedges at uh KFC. Yeah their fries are whatever. But they're they're mediocre. Now their fries pale in comparison to KFC with, oh, the, with the new with the new model. I gotta try these. You need to get over there soon and get <laughs> those fries. Like they are excuse me. Like if KFC's listening, you know, I know they tweet and they're nice on the twi- Twitter. KFC, oh, they're nice. Those fucking fries, bro. Like you need to, you guys need to step it up and tell people about this shit. I didn't even know about yeah, this. It's, so it's, I un- guess you told it's me. unbelievable. What about can we talk about Roy Rogers? Yes. So Royce. Roy's so many memories of Royce. I loved it as a kid. My favorite. Now as Roy a kid. Rogers, a lot of people listening might be like, what the fuck is Roy Rogers? Like, you yeah, know what they, I mean? They like, have unfortunately Roy's was such a big deal uh in the seventies and eighties and into the nineties. Right. And then just to to fast forward, Hardy's bought them in nineteen ninety, and Hardy's started converting a lot of their Roy Rogers uh restaurants into Hardy's and Everyone's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want that. We want Roy's. We want Roy's. That's why we're here. So I heard this outfit called Hardy's bought Roy Rogers. So I stopped inside to see if they still had my Roy Rogers fried chicken. Not only did they still have the fried chicken, now they're serving breakfast. Roy's for me, Quinn, growing up in the late 80s and throughout the 90s, we had, and you lived very close to me as a kid, even though we didn't know each other, we had four at one point in our town. Did we? I really only knew the one in the mall. We had the one in the mall, and there were three on the, the highway. Three. One's a Wendy's now. One's a McDonald's is one the, now. Is one the shitty Wendy's that I was talking about? Yeah, one's the shitty Wendy's. That one makes is, sense based on that fucking layout. One is the shitty Burger King, and one is the shitty McDonald's. You know, okay. like, not the good Burger King down further. Which you consider the shitty McDonald's? Because there's the one two. on the same, the one near the Cuffasa. The one near the Cuffasa. Closer to the Cuffasa. Oh. It's the alternate McDonald's. It's like I crummy. I don't mind that one. It's crummy. <laughs> that one's actually, I think it's better than the other one. No. But anywho, Roy Rogers, for those that might not know, they took a little bit of everything. They had the unenviable position of coming late, right? Later. Like, that's why. To the other three. That's the background on why they had a, a bit of everything. I think so, because McDonald's was 50s. Burger King was 50s. Uh, Wendy's was 68, I want to say. It's close enough to like the founding. Yeah. And, the, and the two weren't that big yet. Right. But Roy's came in, so it's like, all right, what do we do? Right. We got a burger. Fine. Got a chicken sandwich. Fuck it. Let's do fried chicken. They're- yeah, it was so <laughs> weird. Like the, the variety on that menu was bizarre. And roast beef. Right. <laughs> now, the roast beef was their signature, and I, I got to say. Oh, I love the roast beef sandwich. Delicious. With the horsey sauce on it. Oh, my God. Now, the thing about Roy's, and we've talked about this on our wrestling shows, even when we have some digressions, that I love, Quinn. If you get a hamburger or a chicken sandwich or something like that. Even the roast beef. Even the roast beef. 
They got this thing called the Fixins Bar. Yes, Fixins. You put your own condiments on this. Right. So the, the unique thing about Roy's is you go there and you get a bear sandwich. You don't get dick on it. Like they, you can't. Not bear meat, like yeah, a bear sandwich. Like it, whatever you ordered, if it's a sandwich or... Not like a grizzly bear. Yeah, it's I mean. just like you get... It's just flat. It's got no it's toppings, nothing. nothing. It's like right? a child drew it. They say, oh, you got to go to the Fixin Bar to get that. But you go to the Fixin Bar and they got more shit than you can even get at any of the other places. Oh, it's like Pinocchio. It's like a dream. Yeah, they got every Fixin that you can think of. Pinocchio reference. And they're, and the sauces are unbelievable. Oh, they got the horsey sauce or the horseradish or whatever. Barbecue, they got their own barbecue sauce. Roy's BBQ. Delicious, or by the way. Yeah. Ketchup, yep. mustard. But you want tomato? Okay, you don't? Fine. Yeah. You want pickles? Here they are. Yeah. Onion? Let it, do it yourself, man. There's there ain't anchovies over there. Well, you never know. Yeah. Olives? They did, yeah, olives. Olives. Like, it's just weird stuff like that. Peppers, like red peppers, red yellow peppers. peppers. Yeah. Like, they got all of it. I love that place. You can just load your sandwich up. Yeah. They sadly started declining throughout the 90s, and the one in our mall stayed open, like, improbably until, like, 2003. <laughs> okay, so I want to talk about the- Where were they buying the, their- the, I think they were buying, the, like, frozen Tyson chicken at 7-Eleven <laughs> by that point. So, I want to discuss late-era Roy Rogers briefly It was here. embarrassing. It was weird. Before the revival. Sort of revival. Semi-revival. Revival. So, Roy Rogers, when it still officially existed, right, yeah. in the late- now, I remember their Happy Meal was trapped on Eat the Cat from, like, 1993 until 2003. Like, 10 years <laughs> of Eat the Cat Happy Meal. To the point where I was like, how are they even getting more of the toys? Like, like I remember as a kid, as a fucking kid, getting the Eat the Cat, like, the little Eat the Cat guy, right? Yeah. And I remember, just for shits, one time, as a teenager, I went to Roy's, and I said, oh, what's the Happy Meal? And they said, eat the cat. And they get, I was like, I got to see this. And they get, it was the same fucking toy that Stop I got it. when I was like eight or seven or whatever. Really? It was. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Like, it was unbelievable. Like, how are they just, they've had, they've been running this Happy Meal for 10 years straight. <laughs> it's crazy. That's amazing. Roy Rogers' thick, juicy roast beef sandwich is only 99 cents when you buy any size fries and drink. And you can top it off for free at Roy's Fixin's Bar. Speaking of roast beef. Arby's. Right. We didn't have one here until more recently, and it's since gone. Yes. Arby's. Arby's. Mm. They're like... I love their sandwich, though. Weirdly, because Roy's is from my childhood, I think of Arby's as bootleg Roy's. Like, it's kind of the same all-over-the-place menu. Like, you know what I mean? Arby's is more focused on the roast beef, though, than Roy Rogers was. But they stole it from Roy's. Roy's was the the pioneer. I think Arby's might have come first. I'm not sure. Not sure about that. But... You know, the other thing... They have we good did, curly fries, yeah, I want to say, by yeah, the way. Yeah, they're okay. I wanted to say one last thing about Roy's... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, ...that I always thought was an interesting story that you used to tell me. What's up? Um, was about the... There's, like, one company in, like, Secaucus or wherever the hell they are that, that to this day, supplies Roy's, and they're, like, stationary and their napkins and every, like, everything you get there. Yeah. It's like literally the same design from like 1989 or whenever the company like officially went out of business. And all this company makes is Roy Rogers napkins and stuff. It's real. Like in it, that is like an amazing business. One of the things about Roy's too, if you can, if you're lucky enough folks to find one that is not a rest stop one, because the, the turnpike style rest stop ones are shit. They're, they are they're like the cafeteria style yeah. and they're, they're crappy. But we had one, and I don't know if it's still down there, about an hour away 
that we discovered going on 15 years ago. Freestanding Royce, as we like to call yeah, it, because not, it was rare that you could find one. Right, not in a mall, nothing like that. And when you walk in, you're literally in 1991. It's unbelievable. Yeah, you walk in, the fucking floor is the same. And like, it's, it's insane. Yeah, you could tell this place is Pine like... Beach, New Jersey. It's like going to like... What is that when they like preserve something like a Unico heritage site or whatever? The f- right. Yeah. It's like it's like that shit. It's like, hey, you want to know what 1991 looked like? Oh my god! Like it's like, and, and you could tell it's almost. You look at the floor and you're like, does somebody clean this with like a toothbrush every day? Like, <laughs> why does it look perfect? And the food, delicious. Like yeah. I'm not making this up. Yeah. I don't know if it's still there. I haven't looked it up. It's been a long time since we've been down there, but. The Roy Rogers in Pine Beach, New Jersey on Route 9. But it's like where Route 9 becomes like a two-lane road. Yeah, there's like nothing. <laughs> yeah. But it, 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 It's like almost like whoever is the franchise owner of that one or whatever, they're doing it for like the love of the game. They're at this proud point. Like, of it. This is like, no, we are going to like make sure we preserve this history of like 1991 or whatever. The Fixins Bar. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. It's all- I can't believe how clean it is. That's <laughs> yeah. what always... It's crazy to me. It's like, I'm just like, how is this so nice? We took many a trip down there. And we would bring people, too, and we, they would be, like, shocked. They were like, <laughs> how does this exist? Like, how is this a thing? That's my favorite thing about Roy's. Yeah. For your next picnic, be sure to pick up some extra Roy Rogers chicken. Can we talk about Sonic for a second? The only thing I want to yeah. say about Sonic, besides those two guys that are probably still doing the fucking Can commercials. Can I just say, screw those guys? Yeah, they're not even funny, They're right? not funny. It's, it's gotten to the point where I'm like, Ugh. Is when this I, like, supposed when I, to be funny? Like, I actually like sigh when I see them. I was like, why? No. Can you imagine two guys in their mid thirties just making jokes the whole time? Not even. They're probably in their mid fifties, but the, <laughs> they've been still. There's no one still. It's ridiculous. Hey, you got the no Sonic ball? Yeah. Shut up. Which one's the dumb one this week? Yeah. <laughs> A cheeseburger and onion rings for two ninety nine. Last time we ate this good for two ninety nine, we were in college. No, I was in college. You were in denial. We saw these commercials for years, and we didn't have a Sonic within driving range. And then finally, there opened up one in um, somewhere in Pennsylvania, close enough that friends that we knew went. I never went to that one. Did right. you? I'm not sure. I mean, Sonic is to me is part of the what started the pastime of you, me, and some other friends going places, long ass drives yes. to like more, get this more shit. to come. Yeah, yeah, and more to come on that, but. We finally got a Sonic nearby, where, right. and and everyone in Jersey freaked out because they're like, "Oh, we've seen the commercials I mean, for was, years. This place was packed." Right? It was okay. It's okay. It's mediocre. The onion rings are pretty good. Yeah, I think right. that's like the best thing they got. But Their sandwiches was, are, but they're, they're not that good. They're right? not even good. And you have to sit in your car the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it's that. Like, it's like honestly, as a, a life, as a lifelong New Jersey person, it's like they took the Stewart's model and they just made it nicer, basically. Stewart's drive-in. Yeah. yeah. And A&W had a drive-in. And, right. Um, yeah, it's, I wasn't it's literally, that impressed. It's literally like they Applebeezed Stewart's <laughs> and, and A&W. Like, right. You know what I mean? They like, everything is standardized. It looks the same right. everywhere. It's super clean. Yeah, yeah. Like, blah, blah, blah. You know? <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Speaking of places that we have driven far to, the nearest Hardee's was Wilmington, Delaware. Now, Wrestling Man, a friend of the show... He's from Delaware, I believe, so he might be very familiar with Hardee's. Uh, I see. And maybe where you are, they're very common. But what you have to understand is up by us here in New Jersey and Central Jersey, it was Wendy's, Burger King, and McDonald's, and Roy's until later. We didn't have Hardee's up here. Well, we had some other things, but yeah, we didn't have Hardee's. We didn't have Hardee's. So we take a road trip down to Hardee's in 2010. I think their signature is the Thick Burger. Yeah. 
it was okay. Pretty it was good. all right. I Pretty remember good. the staff being extra nice for some reason. <laughs> like, and I didn't, I couldn't understand it. Like, they were like super nice. Like, didn't they bring the food to your table there? I want to say at Hardy's, I don't think so. I'm not sure. More on table service to come in a little bit, yeah. but uh, no. But I just wanted to shout out Hardy's. We didn't forget Hardy's, but we just don't have them. Yeah, here, Hardy's so. is more regular in your area. Sorry, we've been there like once, literally once. Yeah. All through lunch, there's bacon flying this way, cheese flying that way. Hardy's introduces the ultimate bacon cheeseburger. He didn't just eat it; he attacked it. Quinn, from Hardy's to another chicken place, a uh, meatloaf place, perhaps a turkey place. We're talking about... Actually, hang on. What? Is this Boston Market? Is this fast food? Boston Market. You wanted to do this. Well... Is this fast food? Yes. Okay, why is that? Tell me why. So, what Boston Market is, in my opinion, this is the business model. What if you could have Thanksgiving dinner (laughs) in, like, less than three minutes? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what, what what if you could go to a place... And they just fucking had Thanksgiving dinner every day of the week, <laughs> seven days a week, and they close like really early on Sunday for some what reason. Is because, that? Well, because they're respecting Thanksgiving, I guess. I don't know. Like, Thanksgiving's not on a Sunday. They would. You know what was crazy? I swear, Boston Market for years was open on Thanksgiving specifically because people knew. I think they that were basically their menu was Thanksgiving. The menu. I'm not kidding. Like they had, like cranberry sauce there and shit. You know it's real. <laughs> Why didn't they just call it Thanksgiving Market? And didn't it used to not be called Boston Market? Yes, it was something else. It was Boston Chicken. So we had this idea. Why not open a place where people could walk in and a couple of minutes later get an honest-to-goodness meal? It's a place called Boston Chicken. I remember being very confused by the market thing and yeah. thinking it was some alternate thing. And I, I remember being like, we're not going there. That's not Boston Chicken. <laughs> right. Like, You know what I mean? They switched in 94. Four, yeah. f- five, 95, they switched it to Boston Market and they focused on yeah. turkey and meatloaf in addition to their That's chicken. That's when they became Thanksgiving Central <laughs> yes. over there. Well, their meatloaf was good too. I actually quite like them, but I don't, are they fast food? They're They're, kinda, it was fast. It wasn't <laughs> like, no, you would like go in the line and like, I mean, they had the food True. ready. They just put it on your plate. You don't like, have to go sit and wait. Yeah. I guess that makes it fast food, yeah. right? Because no. you're not sitting. It was more like, it was a weird like buffet style, but not because it had the people would give it to you, not you don't take your own. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. All right, Quinn, one that I've only been to once. Uh, this was down in Maryland. Again, another one that commercials my whole life, my whole childhood, hush puppies and all this. And yeah. Long John Silvers. Yeah, so weirdly, I think it's the only person on this list that is the, this, they've cornered the seafood fast food market. Yeah, that's what they are. That, that, that They are the only ones. Long John Silver's new homestyle fish is just $3.39. Four flaky fillets, lightly seasoned and rolled in breadcrumbs to give it that crispy homestyle taste. And I gotta say, really pretty good. Not bad. Like, not bad at all. Um, good I, name. I like that you could get a variety of, like, you could get, like, a lobster roll and, like... Sure, you get like, shrimp. You could get shrimp. You could get fried or not fried. Like, yeah, I was, fish. I was, like, very impressed that why is nobody capitalizing? Because, to me, what this is, this is being able to get things that I like to get at the Jersey Shore, but at a, at a place and quickly. Hepatitis? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, food that I like. <laughs> oh, sorry. Not diseases, but food. Yes. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. But, yeah, no, Long John Silver... I saw their commercials for years growing up. Always wanted to try it. We had the opportunity to uh, a while back, a long time ago. 
We actually wound up in Washington D.C. Yeah, after so that. Is, so is this is this is the one I yeah. always confuse it with Hardee's. So yeah, it was this. This this is a weird story. Like we basically drove all this way, and we were really far. And I don't know. One of us was just like, just keep going. Yeah, we went from Delaware, Pennsylvania to Delaware, and then we're in Maryland. Well, I remember that this trip started in a parking lot somewhere. I don't know, like near Princeton or something. Yes. Like basically that. Like just keep going south. Yeah, just keep going south. And we ended up at Long John Silver's at one point, right? We were like, Somewhere great, we Maryland. got long. And then I, I think we were like going on the road and we were probably going to go to the next U-turn. Yeah. And I said, fuck it, just keep going. And we and wound just up keep in going. D.C. We ended up in Washington, D.C. and we spent a lovely evening there. <laughs> I remember we got gas across the street from the Watergate. Water yeah. Yep. And it was just a very weird trip. And I know you have like a good <laughs> memory because you were like falling asleep in the back and I was with my, I was with our, our other our friend, friend who was driving. Seat. Yeah. And they drifted into this uh, conversation about Canadian Parliament. Yeah. And I just have a wonderful memory of laying in the back of the car. Probably looking up at Philadelphia because he did take a weird detour into like Philadelphia, but on the river. And then Camden. And I was getting sk- Well, he kept threatening to go to Camden, but I think we ended up <laughs> in Cherry Hill. Yeah. That's that's our Long John Silver story. Yep. Cool story, Hansel. The pizza places, Quinn. Yep. I mean, Pizza Hut and Domino's. Listen, folks. Little Caesars you can toss into there, too. We're biased. We live in the New York metropolitan area. These are fast food to us. Yes. To some people, it's pizza. That is pizza, right? But that being said, I want to give a shout out to fucking Domino's. I don't know what it is about Domino's. It's not real pizza to me, but it's kind of like not even the fast food of pizza. It's like pizza candy or something. It's like this weird like mutant of a pizza. It's like there's drugs in there. I'm telling you, there's, there's something there's in the dough that's in there. different, and yeah. they, they clearly order it from somewhere else. Like it doesn't come from here. It's not the same. Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know, but it's it's pretty amazing. It's delicious. No, there is something about Domino's Pizza, uh, especially folks, and many of you can probably relate to maybe having some alcoholic beverages and yeah. staying up late. It's one a.m. Oh, it's one of those playing video yeah. games. Domino's or, is open late as shit. Yeah, too. like they don't care. They're, them and Pizza Hut, but Pizza Hut, I thought we said was more family friendly. Very family. And with Domino's, you're like, oh, let's fucking order something. And you get the pizza. You maybe get some cheesy bread, some yeah. cinnamon sticks. Oh, my God. Maybe wings because they it's, have wings. Their whole menu is unique from like any fast food if you really think about it. It's, it's just like, different it, ways to flavor bread if you really think right, about it. But there's nothing like Domino's to me. Like, it's completely no, it's different. it's true. It's, it's absolutely different. Um, I want to say one thing, a funny story. The only time I ever, ever had a Little Caesars pizza was at a Kmart. Oh, yeah, me too. I remember when Little it's Caesars was eating Kmart. It was one of the worst. How was that not shut down by the health department? <laughs> it was one of the worst things I've ever eaten in my life. <laughs> it was, like, cold and hard. Yeah. Just, what are they doing in there? I don't, I don't know. What how, do they think I this is? How Little Caesars still exists with their fucking, clearly, like, 1998 ass mask. Scott, they have not changed anything. It's it's very like 1988. It's like time to make the Donuts Association like <laughs> mascots that were made in the 80s. That is Little Caesars. Pizza, pizza. Can we talk about also how when the Domino's guy would come, right? He'd be a hero if you're like you. Oh yeah. you have some some drankage in you Hat and you're on. Yeah. And you're like, yes, the fucking Domino's guy is here. Come on in and hang out. The Domino's guys were legendary. They were even in the Turtles movies and shit. Or was that Pizza Hut? No, that's Domino's. Yeah, I mean, like, people know. Pizza dude's got 30 seconds. Yep. (laughs) I remember for the longest time, Pizza Hut, like, didn't even deliver. Pizza Hut, I don't ever remember delivering here. They, they were very stingy. I was like, this is fucking pizza. What are you doing? Like, the, thing, the thing I liked about Pizza Hut, and I, I went to a sit-down Pizza Hut maybe twice, maybe thrice in my entire life. Yeah. Because again, folks, we have pizzerias here. 
It was always like birthday a parties. It was oh, I was just gonna always say, birthday it was always parties. birthday parties, and it's this big like cavernous room where they yeah. fucking give you the stupid pizza. It's okay. I but. didn't understand their business model. <laughs> I really was very. Con- I was like, what pizza place? in the universe doesn't deliver like i was like what is this place like it's horrible and it's like it's basically like domino's quality it's like the same it's just we're sit down and domino's is the exact opposite you go in there if you have to wait in a domino's it is very weird you better sit on the floor usually you're sitting on like a windowsill like i'm not even kidding that's every experience I've ever had with the Domino's. With you're sitting on a windowsill and you hear all you hear is fucking phones going off. They have like sixteen fucking telephones set up. You got this person that you feel bad for that's like frantically answering them. It's ridiculous. And Domino's is also the only place I've ever like food place that I've ever called that you have to listen to an advertisement on the phone before they'll even speak to you. Trying to drum up business for the place that you already called. It's like calling a WWF hotline or some <laughs> shit. Like, it's really bizarre. Yeah, I'm surprised it's not a 900 number to get Domino's delivered. Yeah. Call now and get any medium pizza with any number of toppings for just $8.99. Or make it a large for just a dollar more. A couple of more honorable mentions here that we don't have too much of in our area or experience with, but checkers which yeah. is also known as rallies in other parts of the country. There was one not too far from one of my jobs that I really? used to have. And um, What was your experience there? Decent. I guess their, yeah. their signature burger is called the Big Buford. Excuse which me. Which is a really dumb name for anything. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, eh, That's so it. Let they, us know about Checkers. The, they have the Buford. It was kind of like Five Guys or Sonic or something. Like yeah. it, was, it was okay. We didn't even mention those, but I don't count them. Five Guys is a little fancier, yeah. let's be honest it's, here. It's, it's, Art, it's art, very arch deluxe. They have bags of potatoes. Yeah. And then Jack in the Box for the West Coasters out there. We don't have them out here. I feel like it's the White Castle of the West Coast. No, it's more like um like a Hardee's or a McDonald's. Oh, really? And I was out in L.A. once, and I was able to uh, to go to a Jack in the able Box. to score some Jack in the Box? What yeah, was it like? It was good. Anything, anything unique there we no, should be aware of? No, not that I'm, not that I remember. But okay, just didn't want to leave anyone from right, out there. But this was more the international section. Right. Yeah, international, like, like California. Well, yeah. <laughs> as far as fast food is concerned, it's very is gourmet. Inter- yeah, yeah. Continental. So, Quinn, we've talked about our opinions. We've t- we've set a foundation, it's if kind you of a will, baseline before we get into the second half here. But the second half, folks, is we're going to be talking about some of the failures, maybe forgotten items, and things that we did like that have been discontinued throughout a lot of these fast food places. And guess what? That is going to be coming up with more Acid Washed Memories 3 right after this. You know, Wendy's Super Bar is great for families because there's something for everyone. Like our fresh salads from our garden spot, Mexican food, including do-it-yourself tacos, and delicious pasta with your choice of sauce. There's even dessert. And you can come back as often as you like. Plus, right now our Super Bar is an even better value. Because every day after 4 p.m., Wendy's all-you-can-eat-and-drink Super Bar is just $3.99. Gee, it must be 4 o'clock. In 1946, at 98 miles an hour, Bob Teller threw the fastest ball in the world. Till Jim Maloney hit 99 miles an hour. Then J.R. Richards' fastball thundered in at 100 miles an hour. And now... Uh, 
Excuse me. Here's your pizza, sir. So soon? Yes, so soon. McDonald's pizza is freshly baked in our revolutionary ovens in under five minutes. Okay, maybe it doesn't scare any catchers, but you've never had pizza so good, so fast. We now return with more Acid Washed Memories. And welcome back to Acid Wash Memories 3. Supersize me, Joe Murata, along with Michael Quinn. You still hungry there, Michael? I am still hungry. Supersize my fries, please. Let's have a second helping here, folks. Yep. Thank you guys for being with us here as we romp you through the fast food world. Uh, now we're going to focus in on some more retro stuff here. We wanted to set a foundation for you. Baseline. Little baseline. Exactly. Baseline. But now the appetizer is through, Quinn. It's time for the main course. Time for the turkey, if you will. It might be, actually. Yeah. Now, I want to start, Quinn, by bringing up a fondly remembered, I don't even want to call it a failure because it ran for, God, 10 years or so. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the Wendy's Super Bar. Now, what, the, what makes this bar so super so? We talked about previously <laughs> the Roy Rogers Fixins Bar. Oh, yeah, sure. But now Wendy's, later, they got this super bar, right? What What is this about? Well, the Roy Rogers was a condiment bar. Yeah. Wendy's had, like, we're essentially talking not just a salad bar. It's it's pretty much a buffet. We all know Wendy's for its hamburgers. But soon, Wendy's will have answers to more than just where's the beef. In the mood for fettuccine Alfredo or rotini with meat sauce? Maybe some Spanish rice, refried beans, and tortillas. Fact is, Wendy's the Hamburger Place has begun an expansion to woo lovers of Italian and Mexican foods. They're calling it Wendy's Super Bar. What's weird is that Wendy's, to this day, right, they keep the legacy of this salad shit. Oh, they're very big in the salads. That and chili. I, I don't know where that came from. Their chili's good. It's just weird that that's one of the unique, that's like some Roy Rogers shit. It's like we got chili also. <laughs> that was, you know, and baked potato they had at the yeah, time too, yeah. which is big. But the Super Bar, which was introduced, I want to say in 1988 or so, was basically their attempt to expand beyond just the hamburger, chicken sandwich, french fry. And don't forget chili. And chili. Yes. <laughs> Model here. Yeah. And it was mainly to cater to the uh, the midday lunch crowd. Right. Because what you could do for like three bucks was get the Super Bar. Access to Ac the Super yeah, Bar. <laughs> get your ticket to the Super Bar. Yeah. It was so friggin' successful, Quinn, that they had to stop. It was mainly because it was so hard to maintain. Because what you had there, you could get like a, there was salad, fruit bar, there was Mexican food there. Mm -hmm. There was pasta. Sometimes they had pizza there. It's it was basically a Wendy's buffet. Yes. That's all it was. For three bucks. So what you're saying to me is it failed because it was too cheap. And, yes. and like basically everyone started piling in. They like, over-delivered. It's just like people are like, it's like practically free food. <laughs> like it's like three dollars and I can get however much shit I want to get. Can you imagine like being the first? Wait, three dollars for, for, for what? For all of it, sir. Wait, I can just take my plate and put whatever I want on it? <sighs> yeah. What's sad, though, is uh, it went away in 98. I barely went to Wendy's as a kid, and now I wish I had. I remember seeing it, like, once. I didn't get it or anything, but... I feel like there was, like, remnants of it or something. Like, Okay. Like, am I... Yeah, no, no, no. Am I, like, envisioning this, like, when, didn't ever happen? Wendy's still had salad bars until the mid-2000s. Yes. Just salad bars. Not super, though. It, no, 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 no more super. No. No more the, super. The, the, the mushroom man, he, <laughs> he hit a Goomba, and now yeah. he's just regular bar. Just regular bar. That's one thing, folks, that I think uh, 
when I think of Wendy's, and again, I was talking about those comforting commercials of yeah. Dave. Now at the Wendy's Superbar, you, you know, can get Mexican food. I think if you're in certain locations in the country, I think the modern equivalent would be this new Taco Bell Cantina, where they're trying to make it a actual, not even a salad bar, but a bar bar. Yeah, what was the deal? So the Taco Bell Cantina thing, and they had like these special commercials like, I'm the chef or whatever, and you, who are you? It's basically- I'm celebrity uh, chef Regina Falange, and we're like, Can I just what? say that's my most hated gimmick of any fast food place? Celebrity chef? Celebrity chef. Oh, don't worry. There's one coming up, and yeah. I can't wait to but, get to. But the cantina thing, I have still not run into one, and I would like to see how it's handled, but to me, all it sounds like- is Taco Bell trying to be on the border? I was just like, gonna say. like, but only in certain locations. I guarantee you, it's only in locations where an on the border isn't in the vicinity because Probably. people would just go there instead because it's better. Well, because the Taco Bell Catina thing, they serve alcohol, right? Right. Yeah. And who the fuck goes to on the border for anything but alcohol and chips? Well, they got some good tacos over there. Don't. don't. They're good. They're very good. They're like a taqueria style. But, but we all know that the margarita and the, the chips are the main draw. Oh, hell yeah. And on the border, yeah. right? A yeah. pitcher of margarita. Yeah, you just get it with your friends and <laughs> yeah, you kind of exactly. go through it. And, and it's usually gr- about four people. That's that's like the perfect size for, yep. the, for the margarita. And thing. you might order a second one depending yeah. on who's driving, you know, yep. but it's a good time there. Now, here's one that has intrigued me for years. Speaking of fast food places overreaching, you know, Wendy's trying to branch into basically being a buffet, right? This is uh, from 1991, 92 until 94. Burger King. <laughs> this is, I know you're like fascinated with this. Had the bright idea of what if between 4 p.m. and 8 p.m. When dinner, you, dinner time. When you went to Burger King for dinner time. What if you had to sit and wait at a fucking table for your food instead? <laughs> like a rest, like a real restaurant. Yeah. These are actual people eating actual dinner baskets at Burger King. Now, this is real, and I experienced it. Did you or no? <laughs> no, I did not. Because you weren't a Burger King guy, really, right? right? Exactly. I was. So this is Burger King super fan shit, right? Right. Here. I want to hear your stories, everyone. If How you, long did this last? Four years. Four years. Three years, maybe. I gave it the good college try, I guess. Community college yeah. try. <laughs> but listen, if you experienced this, I want to hear your stories, because I do remember it as a kid. Suddenly walking into Burger King one day and they're like, here, take a number and put it on your table and wait. And we're like, what do you mean wait? <laughs> it's Burger King. There's, what are you talking about? That's like how Five Guys works and shit like that. Yeah, but yeah. Five Guys, you know that going in. Right. So here's the thing with Burger King. They had this whole concept where we're going to do this dinner thing and we're going to expand our menu a tiny bit. And they did. They had these things called <laughs> BK dinner baskets. And there's a <laughs> slew of commercials with Dan Cortez, who you might know as the Mimbo on Seinfeld. If, uh, if nothing else, I thought he was on MTV, Dan Cortez. Oh no, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Also on MTV. So I said, uh, Hey dude, you better step off. And they did this whole series of like, we're really hip, you know, BKTV, kind of like MTV. I remember BKTV. Yes. It's almost time for the dinner basket crowd to come in. Are you ready to go? Get loosened up, Shirley. BKTV. <laughs> I love this place. Dan Cortez is a, very much a product of the 90s, if we're being oh, yeah. honest. And skateboard culture and <laughs> yeah, shit. And right, like right. Metal. Like <laughs> metal. That kind of thing. But the whole deal here was you would Ska. walk. In- <laughs> What do you got against Scott, Quinn? I'm just saying, Dan Cortez. You would walk into this Burger King and you would order your stupid dinner basket. They had like a, a, a Whopper one. Like what is in a dinner basket okay. that's different than me just ordering a number one at Burger King? You could get fries or a baked potato. Oh, excuse or me. Or maybe coleslaw. Why the fuck would I want a baked potato <laughs> with a hamburger? 
What are they thinking? That's insane. Yeah, they also had the steak sandwich dinner basket. Okay, now that sounds interesting. So that would make sense with a potato, right? That would make more Did sense. Did it come with a potato? Or tell, don't you tell can... me it came with fucking mashed peas or no, some no, no. shit. No, no, no. You can get the baked potato, mushy peas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For all of our English fans. Yeah. I like them, mate. They're really good. You can get a shrimp basket. Okay, that's that's more dinner. That's more restaurant. But can I ask you one question? Mm-hmm. Who goes to Burger King for shrimp? Well, they go to Long John Silver's for shrimp now, don't they? Yes. So it's not like you can't... See, I see that as like, if other fast food could get away with it and it could be their specialty, Burger King can just make it a piece of their menu. <laughs> They're at least in the rarefied era of the big three, you know? I guess. You know what I'm saying? I guess you're right they about can, that. They can pull that shit off. True. And they also had a, a chicken dinner basket. Chicken. Now, just to clarify, and also there was apparently like meatloaf occasionally was this the first time that burger king served chicken no they had the uh, their old uh, bk broiler sandwich okay. from before that i give you popcorn just to chill with i got the popcorn mm. the deal here is that uh you would get free popcorn while what? you waited what you would sit at your table and eat popcorn you mean like a movie theater you would just have a bowl of popcorn can you imagine how chewy that must have been <laughs> i'm just saying well it was probably doused in butter yeah if think, it's burger right? king yeah that's like, probably true but it was just, it didn't work because everyone was kind of like, we didn't ask for this. Like It's fast food. Right. This isn't fast. I don't want to sit here and- Why don't we slow get, it down? Get fucking clams at Burger yeah. King, you know? And, and most adults don't want to sit in a Burger King any longer than they have to <laughs> <laughs> on top of it. Meanwhile, their kids are like, can I go in the kids club yeah. shit? And they're like, ah! <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So let's not elongate this Burger King experience, please. And then you've got to fucking calm your kid. You have a kid now. Imagine your kid, you had to take him to this shit, right? Oh, and God. He, and he's like, Daddy, can I go to the play? And you're like, of course you can, because what else is he going to do, right? right? He comes in there, comes out, fucking beat red. <laughs> like, ah! Like, it's like full of like energy. I don't want to eat. Like, <laughs> and I'm still chewing my third piece of popcorn waiting for my meatloaf <laughs> to come out from Burger King. It sounds like an absolute nightmare. Right. So, it's like all sweaty kid. <laughs> fucking terrible. Oh. Juice mustache. <laughs> yeah. So, so, okay. So we covered the Burger King. You know all that's real, it too. It's all real. We were all those kids at some point. Yeah. Let's be honest here. It's about that time. Chicken. Steak. Whopper. Shrimp. She's coming in with the basket. All right. Do you remember the Mick DLT? Maybe the tail end of it? Somewhat, yes. The McDLT, for anyone that doesn't remember, or maybe you do and I'm stirring up some bad memories, <laughs> that was where they decided in the mid-80s, and Jason Alexander was like notably in one of the early commercials for it. I'm talking McDonald's new lettuce and tomato hamburger, the McDLT. Let's do a fucking hamburger where you have to put it together yourself. <laughs> so you have a hot side and a cool side. Were they borrowing something from Roy's here? No! This, this is what's even worse. They're like, the idea is your cool side is your bottom bun. I can't make this up. Your piece of lettuce, your cheese, and your tomato. Right? Why? That's your cool side, okay? Right, okay. Your hot side is your top bun or your bottom bun, whatever your it is. Your only bun. And the hamburger. Yeah, the only bun left. The other side, yeah. right. And the idea is, you know, if you if you get this served together as one thing, it mixes the hot side and the cool side. So no, but wait, we're gonna we... make a double styrofoam container <laughs> so that you can't just t- <laughs> so you take your cold side and your hot side, you put them the fuck together, and then you eat it like an asshole. What was the thinking of the like extra step? 
Like, why I would, don't know. Like, was there maybe like all these complaints? Oh, I think I know where they're going with this. What? So, for example, right? Say you didn't want cheese or say you didn't want a tomato. This gives you the option of just like taking that shit off and they don't have to do it for you anymore and, and potentially fucking it up which they tend to do to this day. Quinn, I think they were in cahoots with the styrofoam industry. This thing is the size <laughs> of a VCR. Look at it. I know. I understand, Joe. Who was complaining? Like, I'm only like, defending it because to don't me, defend this. I, the one thing that this eliminates is I don't like cheese on a lot of my stuff. I think I've said this before on our show. Maybe right? once or twice in my life, um, yeah. When I order, for example, a Big Mac, I like to get it with no cheese. I, I think it's the cheese is a little unruly in it. It's, it doesn't mix well with the with the ingredients well, to me. You're a Shawn Michaels fan. So. Sometimes it's cold, too, which I'm like, Ugh. Oh, so this is right up your alley, the McDLT. So, so, to me, this is, oh, great, I can just throw that shit on the side, put it in the fucking garbage can, and, like, I don't have to worry about it, right? That's, like, its only benefit. But at the same time, it's like, why the fuck am I going here if you're not even going to put the damn sandwich <laughs> together? Like, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like... That's the best part. It's like, on one hand, it's like I'm taking responsibility for their fuck-ups and I'm ensuring that my sandwich is not fucked up. But on the other hand, why the fuck are they not putting it together themselves in the first place? Yeah, why aren't you on the payroll if is you it, have to put this is shit it together? cheaper? It probably isn't because I have to pay for the extra styrofoam. It's gigantic. Yeah, it's insane. Anywho. Moving on here from the McDLT, which again, let us know your memories, folks. Do you remember it all? And this wasn't actually that long ago when McDonald's was like, let's do chicken wings. And everyone's like, don't you don't need to do that. Remember so, Mighty Wings? Yes, for Mighty Wings. Your McDonald's Mighty Wings already? I didn't know McDonald's had chicken wings. They're new. And now you can get five pieces for just $1.99. Do you think this just all goes down to wing culture? That's really arisen in like the mid 2000s and onward. Right. When like football was more popular than it ever was. I want to say really for real. Like the mid 2000s, like there was like a craze of like, get your jerseys to have your parties every like more than they like the media was pushing that more. Right. And you Buffalo Wild Wings obviously yeah, exploded places like during that, that time. Up. And I think wings are still very popular. Do you think all this was that this existed on McDonald's menu mainly to be there on Sunday? So that they could send yeah. Billy out yeah. to go go get some fucking wings point, for the Quinn. party, yep. and then he goes to the drop McDonald's drive yeah. through and they just give him wings because so, okay. he might have to go wait at a Buffalo Wild Wings or some shit like that. You right? know what? That's a great point, and yeah. uh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna retract anything I said. That's a brilliant marketing. It's decision. weird though, like. <laughs> It's weird that it exists, and it's weird that you would keep it for any other day but Sunday. Like, honestly, it should have just been a thing that they said only on Sundays, and then it would make sense because fucking Buffalo Wild Wings, there's always a line out the ass to go there. God, I know. You know what I mean? Like, say it's like, fuck this, I'll just go to McDonald's to get a bunch of wings. So you don't think it's as bad as when they tried pizza, McDonald's, the McPizza, That's or whatever? That's weird. That that has no place. Because is it just like... Especially in New Jersey, but... Well, yeah, or really. New York. Or anywhere with pizza that's I don't count decent. Connecticut. It's not that no good. No one counts Connecticut. They, they claim their pizza's good. No it's one. not. Oh, God. Mystic yeah. Pizza. Yeah. Why don't you just throw it in the river? That place was overblown. <laughs> I, I went there and I was very disappointed. Everyone's like, Mystic Pizza, you gotta get the Mystic Pizza. That, that is some real Connecticut pizza. And I'm like, really? And I eat it. This is shit. <laughs> Tastes like garbage. Now, let me... <laughs> Luckily, some things are good and true. Like the McDonald's family-sized pepperoni pizza. Smothered in cheese and pepperoni for only $5.99 or two for $10. Let me ask you about the McPizza. Do you think it's more of a situation where it's like, dude, can you guys go away? Like, why are you getting McDonald's in on the pizza market? In the late 90s, early 2000s, they were really trying to, like, reach out to new markets. But it's like, how much money do you need? I think I heard on some YouTube video that they they were, like, 
plateauing or something in their own market and they were they were probably looking, they were looking for new revenue yeah no i think you're right but yeah. good lord i mean no one associates mcdonald's with pizza no and then ne- that would have never worked i think and obviously it didn't but you're talking about an era where places like subway were rising so mcdonald's was feeling the heat from like there was like newer like places that had you know they were kind of dumpy in the 70s and nobody gave a shit <laughs> but then they like all of a sudden like ex- Times square they all of a sudden exploded right and all of a sudden mcdonald's is like okay we're gonna try all this new shit right and i think honestly i think this dovetails perfectly into the apex of them like expanding into dumb shit where like they they said why don't we get into specialty burgers well mcdonald's yeah. with the uh the infamous arch deluxe yes now the arch deluxe you can't talk about a fast food failure without talking about this but you know what i think the problem is what not the taste no the people that i know that have had it said it tasted good i used to get it all the time you got it all the time because right? they, other mcdonald's too. convinced me and like i said as mcdonald's kid they told me well if you want to be a grown-up right you got to eat the arch deluxe and i think in, in a lot of areas that backfired because there was this blatant market. Now, the Arch Deluxe, folks, if you don't know, was introduced in 1996 and it was formally discontinued in 2000, but I don't remember even seeing it. This, past, this like, is another case of a celebrity shit. Well, well, celebrity, according to like them. I never heard of the fucking guy. Andrew Salveggio and <laughs> yeah. this tool. I mean, the commercials with him are, mm, it's got mustard on it for you. It's a soft bakery bun. And like, who cares? Who is this man? <laughs> he had the super chef it. hat on. He probably just works at McDonald's. It's got sweet flavored Spanish onion. The best ingredients are just the start of a great burger. Crisp leaves of iceberg lettuce. The stone ground mustard sauce. Mmm. The soft, comforting potato roll. I'm in the zone. All layered together in one symphony of taste. Here's the deal. The whole point was Ronald McDonald, that's kitty shit, right? Right. It but then grimace. What did, what's stupid about that, Joe, is like, what are you relative? So now the Big Mac is kitty shit? Yeah, like their they, main fucking sandwich. They that, fucked up. That's literally their bread and butter. Three pieces of bread and yeah, butter. Yeah. <laughs> so what but they, seriously, it's literally yeah. their bread and butter. So what they did is their initial marketing was, let's have kids not want this. That remember that was it was yeah, like, it was, well, it was like young adults, right? It wasn't like no, children. No. The, in the commercials, it was like the kids are like, ew, that's gross. But the it, Arch Deluxe was gross. Yeah, yeah. The kids were like, this oh, is this ew. is gross. Give me my nuggies, right? Like, and then they started running these commercials with Ronald McDonald doing like adult shit, like going to clubs and like bowling or whatever. It's real. <laughs> this is all real. Just in case anyone wants to know, like if I just read the description to you, I love that Joe right now has a chart up of the construction of an Arch Deluxe. The official chart. Here we go. None of this sounds bad. No. A soft buttery. Oh, I guess Andrew Savage. A soft buttery home style bakery bun. <laughs> this is stupid sounding. A new secret sauce for grownups. What is different about it's made it, of mustards and mayonnaise, as Quinn. <laughs> Don't forget the mustards. You need a lot of mustard. So wait, they just put mustard in the secret sauce and just mixed it together. <laughs> and they're like, they took years and millions of dollars to it's develop a lot of, this. It, a lot of engineering. Boeing was involved. You know, it was yeah, crazy. Boeing, fresh, crisp iceberg lettuce leaves. Come on, <laughs> iceberg is like the lowest of the low lettuces. Everyone knows romaine is like pretty good yeah butter lettuce boston lettuce if yeah. you prefer iceberg Arugula. is shit if i get iceberg in my salad i eat around it and i'm not even kidding iceberg tastes like dirty water yeah it's crap crunchy water don't any if anybody defends iceberg on the boards you're, you're wrong you're wrong it sucks ass it should not ever be included in a salad ever 
if I I get mad when I go to the grocery store and you know you see the pa- the prepackaged salad. I'm like, if it includes iceberg, I'm like, then why am I paying any money for you to prepackage this? This is iceberg is literally like the corners that they chopped off that nobody wanted. <laughs> it's bullshit. Yeah, they might as well just sell the end of the bread loaf yeah. too while they're at it. It's garbage. But you get two for each serving. <laughs> well, two because it's so damn cheap. They could throw two in, right? Sweet slivered Spanish onion. Why? I'm sure that's really what it is. It's just, it, it, it's it just yellow like onion. a regular onion. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking onion. Great beef flavor can be enhanced <laughs> with the distinct taste of hickory smoked bacon. <laughs> well, bacon. Okay. That's something that they don't have in a lot of their stuff. Right. Um, so that's probably the big. So there's like that. That's that's the bringing you in. There's right? nothing that, wrong with this, right? right? That, that is that is the well the iceberg lettuce. I but, know. Yeah. A slice of classic American cheese. Nothing wrong okay, with that. Not bad, right? It's American cheese. That's more like Lunchables Deluxe white cheese, isn't it? Yeah, but that stuff's good, man. I'm not well, gonna lie. I still eat Lunchables. We could do sometimes. a whole epi- episode on Lunchables. The mint. Yeah. The the sides like grocery store shit. Like Ooh. yeah. A juicy quarter pound patty. Of McDonald's 100% pure domestic beef cooked to perfection. So a quarter pound burger. It's either a quarter pounder or the with the Big Mac patty, whatever it is. Right. And a... Sw- <laughs> Sweet, extra fancy tomato ketchup. Come on! It, people, you know all ketchup is extra fancy. Extra fancy is just like a classification. Like, it's just like a standard to be met with tomatoes right like that's all it is something like that yeah. so literally all of it is extra fa- it's just regular fucking ketchup you can't even be ketchup unless it is extra fancy there's no regular fancy anymore no they <laughs> extra fancy is literally like any ketchup you've ever bought in your life no matter how fucking cheap like 7-eleven like branded ketchup is extra fancy hunts Heinz, it's all the same. Extra fancy is literally the bare minimum to be ketchup. They've eradicated fancy. Yeah. You can't even get fancy. Well, it's not ketchup then. It's, what is it? It's just tomato, tomato sauce. Tomato grease. Tomato grease or something, yeah. But anyway, from a purely ingrediential... Shut up. Thank you. Point of view. This doesn't sound bad. It was the marketing that killed it. The marketing and also it's redundant. Because you have a quarter pounder and a Big Mac That's that a good are point. the same fucking thing, basically. But one's got two buns and the other doesn't. But this has two pieces of iceberg, Quinn. Fuck that. I like the lettuce that's on the Big Mac because it's not... It's in, shredded iceberg. It's shredded, but it's not intrusive. I don't need the big... Here's the other thing about iceberg. It's, ex- it's more like tolerable if it's shredded because then you're not eating into that... Like whatever that taste when it's you get all like water basically. Yeah, when it's like three inches of like you're like rind. It's like what is this? It's literally like the corner of the lettuce. Like it's shit. Man, you hate iceberg uh, almost as much as the Titanic. With a pa- <sighs> yeah, I hate it with a passion though, for real. Why don't we talk about when Wendy's? I don't even know if you remember this one. I certainly do. Decided, you know what? Subway has a lot of sales because of Jared Fogey. Yeah, Jared, remember him? No. no. Yep. Let's do the frascata. Do you remember the frascata I line? I do remember this. Did I anyone even, I never ordered it in my life because I had kin no or any remote relative <laughs> I no know. fucking desire right. to get this. With roasted turkey, lean black forest ham, smoked bacon and fresh veggies. That's just what I want at Wendy's, a turkey sandwich that you can get at a deli. <laughs> to be quite honest with you, I saw this and I said, "Give me the number 6." Yeah. Like, <laughs> 
Just saying. But you're right, though. Yeah. This is when Wendy's, folks, this is mid-2000s, when they decided Subway's doing good. Let's Everyone was so, like, the whole <laughs> fucking perplexed. perplexed by the success of Subway. You know why Subway succeeded? Because they had that fucking bread. Like they had like the you could order six styles of bread that brought in everybody. All of a sudden, the place had a line out the window. I want the the honey bread. I, I want, want the six season Italian. Yeah, I want this fucking bread. I want that bread. That was literally their whole gimmick. And then after about eight ish years, like I worked at a store. I worked at a store in a mall across from a subway. The so smelly I went, subway. I went in there a lot. Smelled like shit. Yeah, but I knew that literally all they had going for them was the fucking bread. People like collectively just got like this. They have nothing else. I can get a way better sub at any other deli. Yeah. Like after the bread gimmick like ran its course, and then all of a sudden Subway started kind of dying out. Well, it's true because there's there's no girth on their subs. Yeah, it there's- sucks. Like you can just literally go to any deli and get something better, and they'll even give you different bread too because they're a deli. They have everything. <laughs> You know what I mean? But so Wendy's is like, oh man, we gotta do something about this. Let's do the frascata. Yeah. And of course, uh, look at we'll look at look at the bread in the picture, Joe. It's yeah. literally like they're copying. It, and it lasted one year because even they fucking knew. They knew. They're they, like, this is really. They stupid. knew some way ain't gonna survive forever. <laughs> but, right. You know what I mean? Okay, these are Wendy's new sandwiches. We make them fresh with exciting ingredients on freshly baked artisan bread. Not until we come up with a name. How about frascata? Dig in. Now, I also want to switch gears a little bit here. I want to talk about some, some. we touched on it very briefly, some bad marketing. And we got to talk about Herb. Can we right, talk Herb. about Herb? Let's talk about Herb. So Burger King, trying to ramp up their sales in the mid-80s. This is a big push when they were really, you it's know. 85, like, so th- it's. This is, the, you know, McDonald's was primed for the pickings. Let's and, get them. And Wendy's had found uh, Clara Peller, who was right. looking for the beef. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? And she and didn't say it in the mic at she WrestleMania. She the mic around. It's amazing both Claire and Herb are at WrestleMania too, as we've covered. Yeah. And no Ronald McDonald, although there was some clowns there, if you know do what you, I'm saying. Do you think there was... G. Gordon Liddy. Do you think Vince wanted to get all three? Wouldn't you? Uh, like, I, sir, he'd want them to wrestle knowing Vince. Yeah, but there was no triple threat match in 1986. <laughs> Six. Six or whatever, no. yeah. But... The Burger King geniuses decided, why don't we run a campaign mm-hmm. where we come up with this guy named Herb, and he's the only person in the entire world that has never eaten a Whopper. Now, right, which is can't be possible. First of first all, first of all, if you're sitting at home and you're like, I've never been to Burger King, so yeah, I've never eaten a Whopper either. So already we have a, a silly premise, but <laughs> nevertheless, Burger King begins a nationwide search for one man. His name is Herb. So the marketing campaign is if you go to Burger King, you can get a discount by saying, I'm not Herb. And if your name what was What kind Herb, of discount are we talking here? I don't know. 10 cents off, probably. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, it's probably not even expensive back then anyway. It was be- a Whopper 79 cents in 1985? Probably. Yeah, it might have been. <laughs> Literally, like, 10 cents is the most they could yeah. shave off of it. Fucking not a bad discount. Yeah. And if your name happened to be Herb, you have to say, I'm not the Herb you're looking for. Right. Okay, so I admire their tenacity here. They're, it's clever. They're getting you to go to the store and say, I'm not Herb. It's some cheers writing. I'll give it that. A cheers? It's cl- it's like I a, don't even know if it's night, it's, it's, night it's, court, it's maybe. It's cute and clever writing. Growing pains. Yeah. I don't know if it's on cheers level. You don't think it's cheers, eh? I don't think it's cheers, eh? First of all, I mean, you sound like an asshole walking up to the kitchen. I'm not Herb. How many people do you think actually even, like, remembered to say this shit because that we're just going see, about their everyday lives so, so here's the thing 
It's you got to remember, right? Jobs. We've lived now for thirty-five-ish years. Yes, about, me thirty-five. You almost thirty-five. Do you remember any like the majority of fast food campaigns? At least in even the last ten years of your life, do you remember the majority of them? Well, I'm much like you are very good with theme music and and right. sitcom music. I tend to have a good remembrance, but not all of them. No, I can't. Pretend. Every campaign, no, you know, no, no. there's probably so many that have gone by the wayside. Sure. I personally think that the reason this herb shit persists and people remember it is because it was on fucking WrestleMania. I'm not kidding. Well, the only There's no reason, other though. reason to well, talk about herb ever. Well, he also debuted at the Super Bowl during the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's stuff like that. That's In what 86. I mean. Is that they tried? They really tried hard to like embed him into like sporting shit. Herbs, it's true you finally tasted a Whopper. Yes, it was very good. And now you're planning to visit a Burger King in every state? Can you confirm that the first person to spot you in each restaurant wins $5,000 and that everybody there gets a chance at a million? And a free Whopper and a Pepsi? Absolutely. And Herb was essentially, folks, just like a big nerd. Right. And it was Because well, very... only a nerd wouldn't have tried the Whopper. Yeah. That's what they were going for, right? But what a stupid... What did it do? From what I understand, it didn't do anything good for them. You right. know, it was just a very cost bad... them a lot of money too to put it on the Super Bowl. Yeah, and they didn't get their advertising together until really until the early two thousands when they switched to um oh god I forget the name of the ad agency but they were the ones wow, that you know that you know the ad see uh, Crispin Porter and something I can't remember but they switched ad agencies and all of a sudden they had fucking they were they had um what's his name. The guy, the bacon ch- cheddar ranch guy. Yeah, they had Hootie. Yeah, they had Hootie. That, they, they brought Isn't it the, sad the that the I, don't, I don't King? think of the Hootie and, and, and the blowfish. I think of him as the bacon that's cheddar fine. ranch guy. But that says something but about that's that Crispin, whatever marketing, whoever they are. Crispin Porter and Bogorski. Yeah. I can't remember, but. Oh, yeah, they, and the fucking weird king. and The yeah, king. They brought that's back, where all that came from. The huh? subservient chicken. Yep. They were the ones, and I love this as a they teenager. They Xbox game, too. They did that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, you could get a free fucking video game yep. about Burger King. Yep. And it was around the time I turned 18, when we would have been 18 or so, riding around in my first car, my 89 Accord, Yeah. when they switched to like where they would put all these rye sayings on their cups and on yeah. their... On their that. fries and everything. Remember that era, the fry pod, they, they called it. They really hit the nail the, on the head with yep. it. But this herb shit. Oh, from the garbage. 80s. Horrible. Absolute garbage. Now, I need to talk more about bad advertising, but we're going to Wendy's now. Okay. This one is the worst. Dave Thomas passed away in 2002, I think it was. Now, he had done the commercials for 13 years. Only 13 years. Wow. I know. It feels like like it was like our whole life. Well, it was our whole life. It was. It was our whole child, our whole coming of age, right? And obviously, Dave Thomas, like I already said, I love him. Folksy. You can tell he's a good guy. Like, oh, hi, I'm here at Wendy's. We make a self made man. Yeah. Literally, like, good. Didn't even graduate. I'm going to start a fast food company. Like, you know, I just like, I know how to make burgers good. My daughter, Wendy, likes, you know, like, whatever. His folksy style. And then again, Joe Sorolla, best guy ever. Right. Wendy's. And. He passes away, and then they bring in the absolute worst thing I've ever seen in fast food advertising. This is worse than Herb because it's that disappointment factor. Right. Mr. Wendy, the unofficial (laughs) spokesman, which was basically this annoying man <laughs> that would annoy people while they were at Wendy's and like try to promote it and they're like what are you the spokesperson oh I'm unofficial I'm unofficial I'm not and they call him Mr. Wendy which is the most I know. banal name I've ever <laughs> thought of for I could think of a better name than that hello oh hi Mr. Wendy here going door to door to remind people about Wendy's late night pickup window don't you have anything better to do uh actually no 
Is it this like guy with the weird receding hairline? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I'm Mr. Wendy. That's a fucking horrible name. Ugh. This is a pointless, thoughtless, Did they think hideous. They were, do you think that this is a situation where they didn't like they didn't want to take Dave Thomas away from us entirely. Well, they did. But what I mean by it is that they were cushioning the, before they got like what they were really going to do, that this was just kind of like a joke, stupid thing in between kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like basically like we, this isn't the real campaign. This is just like the in between till we figure out what the fuck to do. It's like a cushion made of rusty <laughs> nails. Are you kidding Mr. me? Mr. Wendy. It's just so basic. Horrible. <laughs> like that's not even did anything. Who thought of that? I don't remember. Did he refer to himself as Mr. Wendy? Or I don't, that's his official name. I don't know if he did, but, <laughs> but you know where you might know him as Quinn. What? Sorry. Oh, from uh, Seinfeld. I saw the picture. He did look for me. He's sorry. Sorry. Now, sorry. If you don't know what we're referring to, um, there's an episode of Seinfeld <laughs> where they're waiting for this Bobka. Yeah, the Bobka. And Elaine and Jerry are just kind of standing there or whatever. And all of a sudden, this guy with the cane. He puts his cane right on Elaine's foot and practically like breaks her foot. Yeah, she's and like, "Ow!" Yeah, she like, broke my toe. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he just go, he just looks at her and he goes, "Sorry," <laughs> like, and it's just really weird. And he just leaves and like that's it. Like Elaine. Meanwhile, the whole episode now her foot's like fucked up. She can like barely walk. <laughs> and that's, that, it's amazing. That's a very Jerry Seinfeld type of joke. That's a very honestly. Larry David yeah, joke. Maybe because even. it's so. It's so matter of fact and never touched upon like what happened to him. Like he just gets away with it. I know. It's, like, it's good. fucking bullshit. I think we need to hear it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, what is that? Now that's the best thing that guy did clearly. Yeah. Cause Mr. Wendy was Mr. an abomination. Wendy sucked ass. Horrible. And I just needed to mention it. I couldn't go through this episode without talking about that. Yeah. So we've covered the heavy hitters, right? The super bar is gone. Mm-hmm. The table service from Burger King, the Arch Deluxe, obviously the McDLT, what their pizza, s- their wings. What about stuff that like I see on lists that are like I don't think that was a failure, like the A one Halloween Whopper. You were talking about like that, that earlier. Yeah. Do you think it failed because of the color and the green poop? That okay. This is my my theory on why they like discontinued this. Like first of all, was it really discontinued because it was Halloween? Right? It's only been, I believe, one Halloween since it's not Oh, it's been, been here. a few, hasn't it? I don't know, Joe, like 15 or 16? I love this fucking sandwich. It oh, was I know. so good because it had, like I said earlier, the inf- A1 sauce infused into the bun. Just what but we need in America. I think the thing they made, the mistake... Liquid bread. <laughs> it's not liquid bread. It's it's the opposite. It's, it's powdered... Oh, my powdered God. Powdered sauce, basically. That's like, even it. worse. It's like Cheeto dust of A1 just in it. Is there but, anything more American than yeah, that? Yeah, but um, it tastes great, though. Like, it has like a smoky taste to it. But anyway, I think, yeah, I think what what scared people off, and this is why I would always have to like try to, I'm like, no, it's really good. Just try it, right? If they say, that bun is disgusting. It's going to make my poo change color, blah, blah, blah. And that ca- that can't be good for me. That doesn't only do one a- day. That doesn't do anything, first of all, like that your poo's a different color. It's because there's fucking food coloring in it. Like, just live with it. Like, it's, you know what I'm saying? Well, I understand food what you're saying. Food coloring is harmless. It is. But that's the mistake Burger King made there, right? Is that they're, People just didn't get it, right? And I think I remember at the time hearing that this black bun thing, this started in Japan, and that was the test market also for it. Also not surprised. Like, that was literally Burger King's test market for it, was that, like, and apparently they have, like, at Valentine's Day, they have red buns, like, or like heart, like, pink, red kind of. Now, is that really necessary? 
Well, it's just it's it's from one day, and it's like the the buns are pink. <laughs> like it's like it's your poop red. I I don't mind this bun coloring gimmick, and I think that they should try it more. I really don't understand why people have such a problem with it. Color your buns. Yeah, color your buns. Quinn, remember the Taco Bell. <laughs> Bell beefer, the bell beefer. There, that was basically like, let's do a hamburger. <laughs> it, was, it was like, a, oh yes, yes, yes. I like do remember this sloppy Joe taco. What the fuck was this? I like, yeah, it's like we're gonna compete with Burger King or McDonald's or something. You want to hold your shit on a bun? Well, we yeah. got you covered. Like, just, it's a, t- it's a fucking burger on a taco. Like basically, yeah, it was like a taco in burger form. What about Taco Bell seafood salad? Also, like the oh op- god, the, the op- infamous. Now we're gonna compete with Long John Silver's. Please don't. Taco Bell is fr- pretty fucking bold, huh? <laughs> yeah. like, they, you know what? I will say this about Taco Bell. Those guys, you know, I said Burger King doesn't give a fuck about them. Taco Bell is like all over the place. Like they don't give a shit. They try everything. They, they, there's something new there all the time. Yeah. There's always something like we're with Doritos now or like some other company or whatever. Like <laughs> we're with Doritos now. Like, yeah, no, it's real though. We got a fucking bar now. Like all this shit. <laughs> they don't care. They don't care. Also, their drive through is horrible. True. Is it? I, I don't know if it's only us. Tell us if your drive through is bad. Um, it's not usually good. <laughs> no, it's usually like, why have I been waiting in this yeah. drive-thru for 12 minutes? No. Like, what is that about? That's true. You know, the thing that's, all, the, the main thing that's bothered me about them recently is, uh, you know, the Locos Tacos? Yeah. Doritos Locos. Doritos Locos. They don't do the Cool Ranch anymore and they don't do the Fiery anymore. Wait, they don't it's do? It's just regular Dorito. What? That's no, horrible. Really. Like nacho Dorito? Right. That's, that's garbage. <laughs> Literally, the Fiery was the best thing they had. It was amazing. It was like, I would actually sometimes get two chalupas and one fiery as my side because and I would replace the taco that came with the chalupa. Well, you have to. With the fiery. Well, I would get the cool ranch, but the same spirit here. It's the same spirit, yeah. I, I just like the fiery because it was a little more spicy. They got rid of the two good ones and they just <laughs> they only have the, nacho. The one nobody wants. Yeah, who the fuck wants the nacho? <laughs> fuck that. I'm ordering a nacho. That's what this shit is. <laughs> I don't need a nacho on a nacho. That's ridiculous. Cool Ranch and Fiery are literally like unique things. And you know, you couldn't, do you know this? This yeah. is the more interesting part about the Fiery specifically. Yeah, Fiery. Did you know you can't get the Fiery Dorito outside of Taco Bell? It's They own exclusive rights to the Fiery Dorito. You can't get a Fiery Dorito, like a bag of them. Oh, that's true, isn't it? Yeah. That's what's extra dumpy about them getting rid of it. That's upsetting. Do we need to talk about the, I guess, the the name of our show was supersized, right? right? That controversy. Me. So supersizing is something that's gone. I'm not saying it's bad that it's gone. Uh, I get why they did it. Although it was such a big part of our childhood, I feel like, and it's a oh, memory yeah. for a lot of people, right? That you could supersize something. And Wendy's did it too, and Burger King yeah, did it too. It, so this was a whole thing. It was like they right, thought like, they were good. But really, I think nobody, I have to say this, this is the one thing people forget. I don't think anybody gave two fucking shits about this super size. There was no controversy until the movie yeah. came out where that guy ate it all every day for like one year and he almost died or something. Which is what everyone does is eat it for every meal every day, right? Yeah, every single meal. It's one thing, even if you had McDonald's every day, but just as like just your lunch or something, yeah. it wouldn't even do what it did to this guy. No, he- like that was every meal. Every single meal. It's a little much, if you yeah. ask me. I mean, it was an experiment. It was on purpose. It's not of like, course. and he wasn't like an unhealthy dude. He was just like, I'm doing it for the documentary, yeah. right? It's like he he didn't he, you didn't usually eat that way, right? He had intentions, right? Uh, but yeah, as far as supersize, 
I feel like the the fry aspect of it was great. You know, you want to get a big friggin' carton of fries, be my guess, but the drink is what kills. It's it. a bucket. <laughs> even even as somebody who likes Coca Cola a lot, Guts, like come me, on, man, like I could. So, there was many times, like probably the majority of the time, where I could not finish. It's big. How much Coke was in there? What are you, what are you doing here? <laughs> it's like it was close to being. Like it's like a half gallon. It, it might Are they be. Kidding? It might be a liter and a half. Which is like it's just literally like 0.5 liters less than like a two liter. Like you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Right? Like what what you get at the store. It was insane. It was ludicrous. So I mean, a lot of people. What a have- waste too. <laughs> like you know what it, you know what it really exemplified like America in excess. Like, oh, you God. know what I mean? Like it's the like decadence. Look how much look how much fucking food this country has. We we have. So much food in this country that we just throw it the fuck out because it's like, and we hand way too much of it out to everyone for like pennies. 90s in a nutshell yeah. there, Michael. Although I always finish the fries. Yeah, I know. Come but I'm now. just saying like, it, it, to me, Super Size also represented a excess of food. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. And uh, I I'm, wasn't sad to see it go. You know no, what I mean? I, I still get the large when I want to. They kind of had to. To a degree. And to the opposite of that, what the hell is the McDonald's McLean Deluxe? That was them saying, let's be healthy. But and what was it? Was it like a turkey burger or something? No, like, are you kidding it, me? It looks like shit in the picture, is what I'm saying. So basically, McDonald's had this thing called a deluxe line. and this Yeah, was, well, the, the, the arch deluxe and all that, right? Yeah, but it was bef- this was before that. Oh, oh, I see. So this is 91. Okay. When they started this. This looks like some Diet Coke-ass shit right here. Well, <laughs> I'll describe it to you. It's not bad sounding. Ketchup. Right. I don't know if it says uh, extra fancy, but yeah, ketchup and mustard, okay. a whole lettuce leaf, but not two, only one. No fucking iceberg. No, note that pickles, a sliced tomato. Okay, so far so good. A reduced fat patty. Okay, what does that mean? Now th- this is in the age before what is it? Um, Impossible Burgers and stuff like that. Where, oh yeah, like they had figured out. Like Impossible Burgers are actually really good if you ask me. Um, but yeah, without meat, this is not that. Though. This is meat. It's just less fat. Gotcha. It's just leaner, right? That's okay. why it's called the McLean. Right. And um, it was all in a bakery style roll, very similar to the Arch Deluxe. Introducing McLean Deluxe, made with a ninety-one percent fat-free beef patty. Low fat and delicious. Can't be done. And it failed, obviously, Quinn, because uh, the deluxe. Well, the deluxe line. Actually, I guess this was the introduction, but then the arch was like the, the centerpiece of it, but like yes. five years later. Right. But it was the culmination of the deluxe. Line. Yeah. <laughs> but I think there was um there was some chicken here that actually was more successful. Or they used like some of what they had put together from doing the chicken I just, and I, all that. These weird diet burger things are just I don't understand. It, you're not going to McDonald's like for to be on a no, diet. No, I, I know. That's, you're that's like, the point. I want it to taste good. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like yes. I, I just I just want it to be full of fucking salt and all this shit on I'm, it. I'm well aware of what it, I'm getting yeah, into, yeah. you know. So I don't know if there's anything more that I, I really want to cover. There's one more thing that I want to bring up from the healthy line of McDonald's. Oh, no. McDonald's mixed salad shakers, because I okay. 100% remember this I shit. remember those too, actually. This it, is what it is. A salad in a cup. It's basically, what if we repurposed our clear um, ice cream cups you know, where the McFlurry's in? Yeah, that's right. we just right. put fucking salad in it. That's exactly what it is. So it was just a way to reuse their fucking cups, huh? Uh-huh. 
That's actually pretty pretty brilliant. Yeah, but, you, but here, you know, the one thing about putting salad in a cup, and I think to this day is actually a good thing. Yeah. You ever when I go to, if I get a salad at Wendy's, right? Yeah. The first thing I do is I dump um, the first packet of salad dressing because they usually give you two, right? So I dump the first pack, or I'll if, if they give you one, I do half of the salad pack, right? I put right, it of on, course. I put some on the top of the salad. I close the salad container and I shake it all right. up, <laughs> and then I open it up. I put the second half in, and right. then I shake. That way, I can evenly distribute the salad dressing, whatever portion they've given me. So you're basically doing what they wanted you to do, right? But this is even easier because there's the fucking hole at the top. So are you saying you're upset that these are discontinued? It's upsetting, yes. Really? I think that this I think that this could have success. Um and I remember liking it too. Okay. So I just don't I it's just upsetting to me. Sorry. I guess to wrap it up here, Quinn, is there one thing in particular that has been discontinued that you miss the most? I would say and I've said it here already, but I would say that Halloween that really, shit. Out of I really, really, really like that like a lot. Like I got it multiple times during the like two or three seasons that it ever existed and I loved it. See, I think for me from a food point of view, that's just food cuz it's like obviously there's like retro stuff that yeah. I miss, but that that's like the actual food item. I think I from a food point of view, it would be uh I really miss those Burger King Angus burgers and the tender crisp line. Mm. Those were delicious. The hootie line? The hootie line. Yeah. And um from like just overall I miss Dave Thomas and those commercials. Man, were those just, oh, it just hits a button with me. I can't describe it. I miss just all of the, like, the 90s advertising in general. Like, whether it be Ron McDonald and his goof He's not funny, though. He's absolutely not funny. The fucking kids club who are, like, Ninja Turtles enemies. Yeah, they're fine. Like, and and Dave. Ugh. KFC, the weird, like, why is the colonel alive from, like, why? I don't understand. Remember when Shawn Michaels was. Medieval times or something. Remember when Shawn Michaels was a colonel. To this day, they still act like the colonel is some like legendary figure when he never was. No, he was just a businessman. He was. He just, literally just was. Yes, like he was nobody. He was like, just he, a guy. He, he just he opened a restaurant. That's like, all he did. They they acted like he pioneered, like he invented chicken or something. <laughs> like I'm not even kidding. Like the the reverence, but it's that reverence for him that you would walk into a KFC and there's a fucking framed picture of his ass. Like hell yeah, there and, is, and you're just like. What the fuck? And he doesn't look like a real person either. Is what's the crazy? He looks part? like a caricature. Like even in the real pictures of him, not the not the caricature version, yeah. not the drawn. He version. looks like a guy within a costume, or like, like he looks fake, right? Like like a character to the in point a where like bill. now that they're actually doing it, yeah. Like the you know they're getting wrestlers, athletes, Reba um, McIntyre, Mario Lopez. Yeah, now they're they're like just to even elongate the joke. Now there's women dressing up like right. Why not the Colonel Mario but, Lopez in a movie about it or something? Yeah, it's it's just like brilliant. But it, the, to me, that's so nineties, right? It's that it's that association of like our whoever our mascots are is like they're like weirdly legendary figures, like yeah. It's like they invented McDonald's. <laughs> like when I was a kid, I really thought Ronald McDonald like invented McDonald's because there was no like there was nothing about the founder, Joe. Like, you it's know a, what I mean? It's upsetting. Quinn. Yeah. Thought I knew you better than that. Well, I, I, we're talking like in the early 90s before I like really thought about things. Back when you were eating your fruit. I just figured, all, the, yeah, I just figured all these mascots like 
they made the restaurant or something. You like, thought that Kid Vid, Ronald McDonald like, made the fucking McDonald's. Yeah, Kid Vid, he, he made Burger King. Is Kid Vid the captain of the kids' club? With the kid, he's the kid with the backwards hat, right? Yeah, the I one, think so. Yeah, he, the one with the skateboard. Yeah, he was the leader, definitely the captain. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's the. I, I, I think that's what I missed the most. Also, yeah, and, and the Happy Meals, the Happy Meals. Mm. I just miss the um, Super Mario Brothers Happy Meal. Oh, those are good. Yeah, I miss um, Roy Rogers. Yeah, being definitely. available, readily available. That was just great. I loved it there. You know what? The the irony of all of this is we're going through all of this and we're talking about our love and our affection for fast food. Right. Truthfully, I mean, I don't eat fast food all that often anymore. I still do, but you that- are, you're on right now. You're on an on cycle. It really depends on the mood. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I still, like, I don't know, because I have, like, a super crazy metabolism, as you know. You do, yeah. So, like, I can churn through that shit, and it does nothing to me, weirdly. Yeah, you're a churner. Yeah, like... It, it is true, you're a churner. And part of me is, like, how long of my life is this... Am I going to be able to, like, do this before it actually, like, starts hitting me? So you're just running down the clock, I'm is what you're saying? Cl- I'm like, if I can... If I can still eat this shit on the reg or like not even on the reg as much as just whenever I feel like having it. Right. Like, sure. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, well, I think that about does it here on Acid Wash Memories 3. Yeah. What do you think, Michael? I think it's been a good um, third, I guess, what are these, like movies or something? Like, yeah, third th- movie. The third, the third movie. The third edition? Yeah, the third edition. It's like Merriam-Webster's <laughs> third edition of the dictionary. Pretty much exactly what we do yeah. here, folks. And if you liked what we do, and you've never heard us before, and you want more of it in some way, shape, or form, just start by following us on Twitter at OVP Podcast, and you can take it from there. If you're not interested in wrestling, we get it, but uh, we hope to be bringing you another Acid Wash memory. Give us some topic ideas. We'd appreciate that. We don't have a schedule for these. Yeah. They just come out when they come out. Soap operas. Soap opera? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Be muting your mic now. Okay. No. But, but thank you guys for uh, romping with us here. We hope you've had your fill and uh, got your just desserts here on <laughs> Acid Wash Memories 3. Super size me. Uh, feel free to, again to drop us a line on Twitter at OVP Podcast. Until next time, I'm Joe Morata. That's Michael Quinn. We're out of here. See ya. You know, nothing beats a great cheeseburger, except maybe a great cheeseburger for just 99 cents. Introducing Wendy's new 99 cent quarter pound double stack. It's got everything that makes a cheeseburger great. Plus two patties of fresh beef served hot off the grill. The 99 cent quarter pound double stack. It's a stack of beef for a little price, and it's only on Wendy's 99 cent super value menu. If you love beef, this one really stacks up.